Du, 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 du. Hey there, Chini, you're not. He just, he just sit, I, I don't know whether he's just sitting in the background being quiet. It's connected to him. He's probably fanning around on Twitch, isn't he? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you see. I knew he was there listening, really. The computer wasn't having problems. I was just hitting the wrong button. Bah! No. What? I know. What, no. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. You wait, wouldn't What, Duke? Stu. You, Duke, you getting something wrong? I know. No I, way. It happens. That never, Stuart, never happens. Stu, were you just inviting me on the uh, Google Drive with my Hotmail account? I might have, but I didn't know that, did I? I didn't know that was a problem. I just clicked on the first email address that came up. Zing! When something comes up, you just get on it, don't you? You know what I mean? I don't know well, about getting on things when they come up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hi, Rob. All right, Jenny. How's it going? I'm all right, How are you? Yeah, not too bad. So, question. Question or question. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Question. What... What does everybody think of the new Star Wars trailer, then? Looks pretty good. I don't know. I'm nervous, because I don't know what to expect. Like, this could be a moment of redemption, or it might be just continuing the crap they've done before. The fa- yeah, it's J.J. Abrams, though. You so? know what I mean? The Phantom Menace trailer didn't look that bad. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I don't, know, I don't know whether I like the really shiny Millennium Falcon, though. It looks a bit weird. Well, you know they're not going to do it just like they did in 78. I know, but it looks so shiny. You know, the <laughs> thing, right? shiny! The thing with Han Solo, though, it was a... It, that minor aesthetic detail. No, no, but listen, right? Han Solo is like a bit of a pirate, isn't he? He's a bit of a vagabond, right? Yeah. He doesn't have a shiny ship. But his his do, ship should look a bit beat up. You know what? I want a shiny ship to retire in. No, it should be all beat up, look like he's, you know, been in a few battles and stuff and that it's not, it's, you know. He had to bloody kick the thing to get it going in Star Wars. That's the he's whole point. whining about minor aesthetic. Yeah, but now he's like the king of the Empire, so yeah, maybe he, he would upgrade. He blew up the man so he doesn't have to fight against him exactly. anymore. No, I know. I get all that shit, right? But, <laughs> but he's, it should be beat up, right? It should be like, well, you know. Write him a letter, Stu, and complain, and maybe to... they'll change it. It's just all wrong. It's all kinds of this wrong. This is the most important thing that Stu has to say about the new Star And why, right? Why it's not, is it's there a... not shiny? Why is it shiny? It's, it's, why is there it's a... shiny so it can generate lens flares. Yeah, but why <laughs> is there a droid on an inflatable beach ball rolling around? What's all that about? That looked cool. I, I saw that and I was like, yeah, it's kind of cool looking. What? A droid on a beach ball? What's wrong with a droid on a beach ball? I don't know. It's just weird. You're weird. R2-D2, man. They have three legs. Hey, I know what they look like. You're talking about a science fiction movie with space monsters and robots, and you go, oh, this one robot looks weird. Well, it did look weird. <laughs> and what, what, right, what was that lightsaber all about with two things coming out the side, man? What was that all about? And it looked like he had a flame, man. It's it, cool. It didn't look like a lightsaber. It had all flames licking off it and stuff. It was weird. Oh, my God. Stuart, please stop whining about minor aesthetic details. Look, it's sacred, man. You can't touch stuff that's sacred. Well, did you say that when nope. the double uh, lightsaber yes. came out? What? Yes, I did. No, Any- you are not allowed to complain about Darth Maul's lightsaber. That is the coolest lightsaber ever. Any film yeah. series that's contained Jar Jar Binks is no longer sacred. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I guess you're right. Exactly. Thanks. I guess you can't complain too much, yeah. I suppose. Well, you can. Uh, you complain uh, all my, my generation. 
don't really care about Star Wars because I was too young for the old Star Wars and no. I was too old for the new Star Wars. So I don't really give a shit about Star Wars. Star Wars so is that more epic of your existence then. I'm old enough to have watched it at the pictures when it originally came out. I've to watch Ben-Hur when it first came out. Shut <laughs> up, I'm not that old. Chinny, what is the epic of your generation then if it's not Star Wars? Back to the Future, you knob. Yeah, I guess. Future. That's not an epic, but that was, but that, that was out was when I was yeah. born. Um, no, I don't really have one. Oh, see, that's, you know, that's a generation adrift if they don't have an epic. I suppose some people love bloody... Lord of the Rings, don't they, and stuff like that, but I don't yeah. care. Well, no, Jurassic Park, I guess that was no. kind of Jurassic Park. But the problem is, with Jurassic Park, they only made one good one. Yeah. That's right. The and they're one. about to make another not good one. No, exactly. Yeah. Jurassic World. Have you saw already uh, people have been analysing the new trailer and they're not pointing the phones at the dinosaur at the right place? Like, and like, there's two people pointing a dinosaur at the wrong place and two other people pointing the dinosaur at the wrong place. All the... St- Screens on the mobile phones. But I just saw the trailer and I was like, "That's so dumb." We've engineered a new dinosaur. Why would you do that? That's just stupid. Because well, they they had to do something, didn't they? Ugh, no, they didn't. They could have just let it be. Well, I mean, yeah, I suppose they had the uh, Tyrannosaurus in the first one, and then tried to unleash it on a on a city in the second one, and (laughs) and had two of them at the beginning, and then you see did that stupid bigger one in the third one. Yeah. They could have just had like a Last of Us style story, but with dinosaurs instead of clickers. But see, that assumes they're going to come up with a good story, and in the absence of that, well, right, new I dinosaur. They got to do something yeah. after all of the uh, like Godzilla-y type films that have been out recently. They should just take Don't a break. Get me started on fucking Godzilla, Jesus Christ! <laughs> that film is shit. I remember when it came out, I was like, ooh, I really want to see that. And now I'm like, God, I need to stay away from that. I've heard nothing. I watched it. I was like, this is shit. It yeah, was just terrible. Wow. Like, it is really bad. It's a terrible, terrible film. Um, Duke. Uh-huh. What's your favorite Coen Brothers film? Barton Fink. Nah, The Big Lebowski, man. Big Lebowski's great. See I'd that? go Big Lebowski. Most people do. Yeah, I watched Big Lebowski again uh, this week because I haven't watched it for a very, very long time. Such yeah. a good film. It is I a great think, film. I think Barton thinks better. Well, I, I think, I mean, it. you know, it's apples and oranges. Like, what is it that they, they both achieve different things in different ways. I think Barton Fink is a more important movie. I think Lebowski doesn't really have an important theme in it other than, you know, having to do with being yourself and, like, recognizing the truth of things beneath veneers. But Lebowski is just so much fun. Like, it just captures its essence in such a pure way. Mm-hmm. But that's, no, that I, I think Barton Fink is, like I said, a more important movie. And it, and it touches me I didn't more realize that has to do with writing. I didn't realize that uh, Tara Reid was in The Big Lebowski. I never, never yeah, Tara. and Flea as well. Flea's yeah. in it. Which Flea, one's Tara? Yeah, he's one of the. Uh, he's, Tara Reid's the wife, and Flea's the, one of the uh, oh, Germans. Yes. Oh, I'll suck your cock yeah. for $50. Brent can't watch, though. Or he has, Flea, no, you don't need to, Jude. Delightful woman. We're all very happy to have her. Uh, I'm just going to go visit an ATM. So, how is everyone, anyway? How is everybody? Good. You good? You all good? I'm good. You all good? All good. Good. Can we uh, 
End the show now. Was that it? <laughs> I think that's kind of it. That's the film show Good done. Night. All right. Are we ready to start? Uh, I think so, yeah. Rob, you ready? Yeah, I'm feeling kind of like an interloper now that all three of you are here as well. Uh, yeah, don't uh, we'll you. explain that once we start. <laughs> Chinny, you ready? No. <laughs> as always. Don't make me break my foot off in your ass! Welcome, yo, to the veteran gamers. Juju, Chinny, and the fellas will tell you about every single game that you're playing this week. Hey, what's up? Stu's story time and Chinny's game breakers. Here comes Duke with the sound by the it's the veteran gamers. It's the veteran gamers. It's the veteran gamers. I just fell on my bottom into some butterscotch. Yeah, I guess you're right. Switch okay. that console off before you have to press repeat, yo. Technically, I'm homeless. Hello and welcome to the Veteran Gamers Show 255. Yay, 255 coming at you live to some people on Twitch.com or Twitch.tv, I should say. Let's start the show Good, again. I like it. <laughs> All right, let's try it again. Here we go. This is time we're going to get it right. All right, all right. Uh, I'm Duke <laughs> Scath. Welcome, everyone. Yay. And I'm Stu, as in beef stew. Stew. Are we doing this? Do I have to introduce myself? Is that the yeah, I think we should do this. And yeah, I'm let's do Chini. it. Yay! And we have a special guest this week. Oh snap! All right, guys. I'm Ron Brown, verbal rock from the Boss Wave. Maybe you should explain why you're here. No, 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 no. no, no. I'm even here. No, 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 no. Duke should explain. I don't why think Rob's I need here. to explain anything. All right, I'll explain. Um, can I finish? Can I finish, please? Can I finish? Okay, I finished. Okay, so listen, everyone. I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry. I'm proud to bring you Rob as a special guest host here because I. Okay. Don't make yourself sound good. In 1993, uh, I, started attending, <laughs> I started attending New College in Sarasota, Florida, and I met some people there who moved up to Madison after we all graduated, and eventually I moved up here too, and we don't get to see each other as often as we would like, so once a year, we make sure we get together at Thanksgiving time, although we call it Thanksgiving time thanks to a typo in an email once upon a time. It's hilarious. <laughs> So anyway, that's like Chinandla Bong. Right, whatever that is. So I Friend. I got the email recently that said, hey, here's when we're doing Thanksgiving, yada, yada, yada. And for some reason, I thought it was Sunday. And I was like, you know, I got to let Chinny and Stu know I can't make it on Sunday. I got to let them know. got to let them know. And then suddenly this weekend was upon us. And I was like, oh, God, I forgot to tell Chinny and Stu. So I sent the email. And I was like, blah, 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 blah. And then I was talking to the Duchess. And I said, and I, said I couldn't make it on the email to Chinny and Stu. And Stu goes, all right, we'll get Rob in. We tried to find some alternative ways of doing the show, and it just wasn't working for anybody. So eventually they were just like, you can't be on it, uh, Stu, whatever, Duke, whatever your name is. 
So they said, we'll get Rob in. And it wasn't I, quite I, I go, on Friday night, I was like, so on Sunday, what time should we go over to Thanksgiving? And she goes, you mean Saturday? It's tomorrow. And I was like, what? She's like, hello, it's always on Saturday. What are you, stupid? So then I was like, oh, God, I'm so dumb. So by then, we had already told Rob that he should be here. And so it's my stupid fault. There should only be three people. I should just leave now, shouldn't I? You should, especially, you said, just to sack Rob off. Well, I'm just he did, saying. He like, did say sack, didn't he? He did. He <laughs> said, just sack him off then. We don't need him anymore. Tell him to get bent. He did. He did. That's exactly <laughs> what he said. Didn't you do this to Seth as well? Probably. I do this to a lot of people. Yeah, he did do it to Seth as well, yeah. He turned up anyway. Yeah, sorry. Well, that, <laughs> this that, that, that. was very particular. For like 20 minutes, though. This, this very particular niche um, happening, Duke is addicted to it. That's right. I can't wait for them to get something and then I show up. It's kind of his thing. Oh, God. I feel like we're podcasting with Duke now. Yeah. 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 Anyway, um, yeah, I'm I'm a bit concerned myself, I've got to say. Oh, yeah, huh? Here we go. Story time. It's story time. Story time. I'll bite. Why are you concerned, Stu? Because I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Is it because I'm on the podcast? No, 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 no. Because I got a friend request off Fumu on the iPod today, right? Why does that... And I'm like, there ain't no way he's indoctrinating me into his cult thing. I'll tell you what, no way, man. I'm not having any of that. What cult thing? What are you talking about? Clash of Clans. bloody bloody Clash of Clans cult thing he's got going on. Yeah, Uh So that's how they all start, these people who do that, you know. Who cares? They send you these friendly, re- you know, requests and stuff. You know, like they're gonna be your friend and all that kind of stuff. Oh, you're saying Fumu's not your friend? Well, yeah, he's kind of, but you know, I don't want to be brainwashed. I'm not being brainwashed by him. I tell you, that's all he's up to: brainwashing people, getting him in clash of clans, and then that's it. Then once you're in, you can't get out. Before you know, it, he'll have me as a concubine or something. You know, he'll have me tied up in the corner. Sexy and I know it. Exactly. Yes. So maybe, maybe I, I think it's something serious in your brain when you go from somebody wants to be my friend on the iOS to he wants to tie me up in a corner and make me his concubine. It's true. That's exactly what he's got it planned. I'm telling you, that's why the all starts all friendly and nice, and then before you know what's happening, stuff's going on you don't want going on. You know what I mean? I don't know what you mean. Exactly. Um. My wife, hey, guess what? My wife this week tried to persuade me to buy a video game. Oh yeah, huh? This is tr- it's a true story. She actually tried to no, get no me one, to buy. No a one game. is not believing you right now. <laughs> I, I know, I know. No, it's yeah, true. but you're talking. Listen, you're, you're talking about a woman who hates video games. No, she Why doesn't she, hate video games. Well, she kind of does. She kind of does. Portal. She plays Peggle. Well, she does love Peggle. That's, that is true. She does yeah, that doesn't Peggle. sound like somebody who hates video games. Is it just someone who doesn't anyway, want to talk to you about video games? Yeah, that's generally the gist yeah, of it. Yeah. Just don't want to talk to you about, probably. Well, she, yeah. she not really struck me as the person that would talk a lot about a subject that you'd like. <laughs> I never talk to my wife about video games. Because <laughs> she literally says, I'm not interested in anything you're saying, so you can shut up now. I would love to know how many yeah. times a day she says that. I know, it's not true. just about video games. You do realize that. <laughs> do, you keep, do you keep harassing her about building a, building a PC? No, I don't. 
No, don't. She doesn't eat to bits. What you should do it. You should totally mail you out. It's easy, Kay. Come on. She a baby could but... do it. A, a one-year-old <laughs> baby could do it. It could. It could. It's true. It is true. Anyway, right, I'm not... Trying to get you she tried to convince so, you to buy a video game. Yes, go. What game do you think she tried to convince uh, me to buy? Though? I think here's a uh, question. Tiddly Wings, the video game. No. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Come on, what was it? What was it? Any guesses? Rob, you guess. Uh, it's it's a game that has only come out in the last two weeks. Grand Theft Auto. It was Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> oh snap! She wanted me to buy GTA Five. Now the question is, why would my wife want me to buy GTA Five? Wants to shoot people in the head in first person. Nope. She wants to play it. No. Because she. Is secretly wanted for Grand Theft Auto. No. She wants Millie to have the experience of shooting people in first person. Definitely not. No, the reason, right? And here's the thing: the reasons that she wants me to buy GTA Five again is so she can watch the characters pratfall into stuff. What? That's oh all yeah. She That's all she wants to do. There's a thing in the single player game where if you jump and press B, they flop over. And if there's, like, say, a car in front of you, for instance, your head bumps off the car. Why don't you just get stuff. one of those Tony Hawk or the skate games and she can just get yeah, all she probably like that as well. She must but love that sub- submission in uh, Saints Row. Yeah, exactly. The insurance fraud. Just do that. Yeah, she'd like that. But honestly, right, when, when I had it before, she honestly to God, I've never seen her laugh so much. And she had me throwing myself down hillsides, into cars, into swimming pools, whatever I could like pratfall into. She wanted to see it happen. And uh, anyway, the advert came on the telly, and I'm like, "Oh, he's coming out for the PS4 and the you know the Xbox One. He's out on those." And she went, "You should get that again." I was like, "What? You should get that game again." I'm I like, watch you get hurt a lot. That it's sounds so disturbing. Exactly. Has this deep fascination with watching you get hurt. In video games. Yeah, that's it. Get hurt. Yeah, yeah. get hurt. You have a, a thing in this game where you can have him cut off his finger. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Now you, maybe. Now you can get That'd be awesome. Just in the game, I mean. Uh, now you can get hurt in first person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is it, maybe is there in a her head. Talks bollocks about games, and you can beat them up. Is there? Is there a character? Um, did you see that <laughs> video? On... It just it doesn't look right. It's all shiny. Why is the sunset so shiny? I might need to narrow this sentence down a little bit. But did you see that video about GTA last uh, this week? No, I didn't know. Which one? Do you want to narrow that down? I'll narrow it down. Right, so what happens now, is... As Liz Lemon um, says, Floyd says, we should go to that uh, barbecue restaurant you threw up in. She says, you'll have to be more specific. <laughs> so, um, there's a fire truck, and it's it's putting out a fire on the road. It's, uh, there's, a, there's a car on fire, and it's putting it out on the road, uh, as a fire truck does. And then a, a car drives in between the fire and the fire truck, and gets water all over it so the person gets out of that car and then starts to beat one of the firemen up and then all the other firemen get out of the fire truck and beat the shit out of the guy that started the fight and then they go away now is this in the game or is this in real life it's the computer ai that's funny i thought you was talking about when you sort of started saying it now i'm thinking oh he's talking about something that's actually on the news or something oh no so i'm playing the video now on the stream so the guy, it's all in first person as well. So he, he sees a fire and stuff, and the, 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 the guy just starts beating up one of the firemen, and the, the rest of the firemen just kick him in until he's dead. That's GTA. Funny. 
you got to love yeah. that game, haven't you, really? Because no, just crazy it's shit just happens. Crazy shit. That all being said, by the way, I am tempted to get it again. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I, to be honest, Roy, I don't think any one of us should be dumb enough to buy the same game again. No, I mean, that'd just be ridiculous to do that, wouldn't it? It is stupid, <laughs> stupid. Yeah, I mean, God. Look, none of us on this podcast have a hard-on for Rockstar. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> no. Who would do a is thing that, like that? Seriously. Bought it, Ginny? Yeah, Ginny. I already did bought you get it. it. I bought it down. Oh, yeah. oh my god, it's great! Right, right. Convince me it's worth getting again, though. What? Why should I get this game again? Okay, so remember apart GTA from the platform thing. Remember, <laughs> yes, remember I, GTA 5 for 360. I do remember GTA 5 for the 360. I think on now, PS3, I think. This, this is my. This is the way I'm selling it specifically to you, Stu. So I want Duke and Rob to sort of ignore me for a little bit. Stu, okay. ignore you. Remember yes. GTA 5. I remember it. Yes, I remember it well. Now imagine GTA 5 with better looking water. When are you going to get Ooh. it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anything else? You said the magic words. Anything else? That's all you need to know. Is that all um, need to know? First person, what else? Well, you, you don't need to know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but is there. I, the... I wasn't a fan of. Uh, when they announced first person, I immediately thought. I'll enjoy that for five minutes. Um, and that's pretty much what I think now. Like, first person... Do you know, I kind of like it. And I got a experience. Right, but, like, <laughs> I, I, I knew that I wouldn't like playing that game in first person. A, because um, everybody's mental. And B, because I'm right. The, the game... It is very well done. It's very cool. It's nice to see the details of the interior and see the people's faces up close. And I do pop into it now and again. But I try to do a mission. In fact, on, on the online stuff, and by the way, my God, this game works beautifully now uh, online. It, it just works so well. The loading times are down. Um, you get into games quicker. It looks so much smoother. It's so much more pretty. And the, there's a cool sort of glow in the sky. Aesthetically, Stu, you would love it. It is fantastic. I know. Uh, I am tempted. But there's, there's some missions in the multiplayer where it forces you to do... Um, First person, it locks the, the camera. Not always, but it's the, it's the host's choice to, to play. You know, this mission you have to play in first person. And there was a mission where I started on a bike and I had to get to a checkpoint in first person. And there were some guys after me. So I'm on my bike riding along and the person crashes into my bike. Sound like it crashes into my body. I, I flip forward about 300 <laughs> times. Because I'm in first person, I have no idea where I am. And before now, let, me I ask, get sorry, off, sorry, let me ask you this. When you're flipping forward in first person, is the world rotating or are you just flying and you see it first person? No, the whole world is rotating. Okay, so you, you see yourself flipping. I mean, you see the world flipping around you. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, and so that all happens. Uh, before I can get up, I'm shot dead. There you go. That was my, and I was like, "Fuck this! I'm playing it in third person. This is stupid." Uh, but I do pop into it now and again. My, my best friend, Iceman Marshy, who I, I, I speak of often, uh, plays the game constantly in first person. I think it's too claustrophobic to play the game in first person. I, I'm not a massive fan of it. I wasn't a massive fan of it when they announced it. It looks pretty. It's very nice. There are a lot of changes, a lot of tiny changes that they've made. Not just with the first person mode, but with the way you walk. You can change the style of the way you walk um, on the sat nav. They tell you now. Like, 
like it's, when the next turn-ins come in. Um, not lots of little tiny, tiny, tiny touches to GTA Five. Um, uh, you know, the, the the Xbox One and PlayStation Four version that they've done, and it's just fantastic. I mean, there's so much detail, and they've added over a hundred songs, which I, they didn't need to do any of this. They could have just released the same game, looking prettier. But they did. They just went all out and, and made it so much better. And uh, I'll say it again. The multiplayer works so much better than it did last time. It's just quicker. It feels smoother. The loading times are down. Um, it, I've never experienced any lag. You know what? All games are screwed. This 2014 is the year of games that aren't working. But GTA works perfectly. Right. For me. Yeah, no, I'm bored. I, it just didn't in 2013. Oh, yeah. Well, that. Let's put that behind us, Rob. And it was nice <laughs> to have you on the show, but I'm going to ask you to leave now. <laughs> so, yeah, no, but it, it, you are right. It didn't work in, in, in 2003 at all. Uh, but it, it's working now, and it imported my character perfectly. It remembered all my stats. Um, yeah, fine. Brilliant. That's Love cool. it. That's a nice feature. There you go. Rob, on a scale of 1 to 10, how interested are you in playing this? Um, probably about a 7. Did I was when it first came out. Yeah, I, I played the um, I played it all the way through and enjoyed it quite a lot. But I think the the one thing that I wanted from this when they said they were going to be doing new stuff was more um, more stuff in like uh, in buildings. I wanted to go in, be able to go into the casino and different things like that, and they, they've not added that. Hmm. That would have been like a, a dead cert for me if they'd put that in. Yeah, but the probably to do the coding for that was probably way too. You, much. Well, they had to build the insides of every vehicle. If Sorry? you could go into a cathedral, that would buy Cas- you the game. Casino. <laughs> casino. I thought you said cathedral. I was like, okay, <laughs> okay, casino. Yeah, well, that makes more sense. Fair enough. It's um, more of the building. Yeah. Wow. It's all gone dead. No. It's all on dead, dead air. Um, dead yeah, just carry on, Rob. Sorry. No, yeah, I just, I, I, it, it disappointed me how few of the buildings you could go in in the original. And I, I wanted to be able to go in more, especially when like yeah, they, they actually had a casino there that you couldn't go in. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Do you know the one thing I never did when I had GTA Five was play golf. There was all this big hoo ha about being able to play golf, and I, I never did golf. it. It was really good. Yeah, yeah, never. I did. don't think I ever played it. Me and Marsh play golf on multiplayer. It's fun. I always got annoyed with uh, four that they had a mini golf course and then you couldn't play it. Yeah, that is true. That is true. You're so so what else? Darts and going bowling. Exactly. What else have you been playing, at Chinny? Oh, we're on what we've been playing now. Well, you might as well. You're talking about it already, aren't you? God damn it! Um, yeah, I mean, just to sort of finish off GTA, I'm not going to play the single player anymore because I'm in the middle of San Andreas at the moment, and I'm planning on playing San Andreas on Twitch all, all the way through, and then I'll play 4 and The Lost and Damned and Ballad of Gay Tony all on Twitch, and then I'll go back to 5. So take that. Uh, investment. It is an investment, but... What are you going to do? What are you going to do? But it's an investment. Love the game. and It's like, you know, me and Skyrim. There was a sale on Xbox. There was. Oh. 
Black Friday, baby. Get ready to beat people up. That's you can't say that. It's African American Friday. So I (laughs) on the sale. I uh, I I bought some games, some video games. Um, I bought Peggle Two. Oh, yeah, nice. So you might want to work that out, but that might be the sequel to Peggle One. Is that uh, that out on PS? Closing the name. I I think I don't know. Okay. Yeah, but Kay would if she do. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe Duke can do some research if he isn't looking at same grading clips papers. on YouTube. Yeah. It's grading okay. papers. He's got okay. time to research. If only we had another person. Like, whatever paper you're on now, fail them. Look, I'll, I'll do it. I am not failing this paper. You carry on. Peggle 2 okay, is so, available. Oh, there you oh, go. Peggle 2 is available. Thank you, Rob. Thank you for settling yeah, that. Good thing he's uh, and you said you yes. didn't respond. No, you said it. No, no, wait. No, we all said it. No, no I'm only joking, Rob. No, no, I'm not. Right. Okay, Peggle 2. So, he knows I'm joking. He beat he you at pool. He. Joking. Yeah, yeah, he did. Mm. Ooh, I beat everyone at pool. But I beat you at pool. Oh, yeah, baby. You didn't, you didn't beat me at pool, Rob. Well, I, be, I beat everyone else, and Stu beat you no, twice. It's not Conker's so I'm, I'm classing it. That's right. By default, he beat you. He beat you. Bollocks. Yeah, he did. Okay. Uh, so, Peggle 2. It's more Peggle. You hit the pegs and the orange and the pegs, and there's more characters. There's not really that much to talk about, other than um, the music is cool, and even when you move around in the menus, it has like uh, um, Claire de Lume sort of playing as you move the uh, you know, like menu thing. Uh, but there's different characters, you know, the, the unicorn thing's back, so that's fun, but there's other ones that have like little lightning powers and bowling ball powers and stuff so you know it's it's pretty much what you get on the box isn't it Peggle so you, you know what you're getting into so I ain't gonna go too crazy on Peggle um, but it's fun it's fun so any questions about Peggle or shall we move on not really I, I know my wife will love it regardless so mm. it's Peggle you know what, what, what do you need you know what I mean it's, it's the thing of the Peggles so uh, I've also bought another game uh, on the the sale I bought... Uh, actually, I won't talk about that one. I'll talk about a, a new game that came out. I played a new game, Stu. What? What's new? New. Wow. I played uh, uh, a video game that I'm very fond of. And I like a lot. And I'm stalling on purpose. So I can get the He's video ready. He's trying to find video feed of it, people. Just calm down. I'm trying to find video calm. feed where people yeah. aren't filming it on a fucking TV. Oh god! Oh, why would you put on a TV? Do people not know how to stream these days? Jesus, every console does it. Saying though, yeah, what's the matter? In fact, my, my console wouldn't do it. To, like my, straight from Xbox, it wouldn't stream. Um, that's Jumanji Wars Two. Oh my god! Why is everything just? Oh god! It's just so t- shit. Is it Jumanji Wars? Uh, I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? Um, it is Geometry Wars 2. It says three in the title. Oh, my God. I hate life. Like, do I? Oh, it's like being rickrolled. This is bollocks. I'm so sorry. He's playing Geometry Wars 2. Okay. Yeah. No, no, he's not playing Geometry Wars 3. Geometry Wars 3. Yay! Duke still like, like, because like a new game to Duke would be Geometry Wars 2, because that's the year he's still in. Lol. Mm, it's true. It is true, though. It is true. It is true. It's true. Uh, yeah, so I'm playing Geometry Wars 3. Uh, it came out on the on, on everything, I think. Uh, didn't it? Is that right, Rob? I feel like you would know this. 
It did. Um, I have no idea when that one actually. I think it's oh. even on PC. It's yeah, on the yeah. PC. Yeah, it's on everything. It's on everything. <laughs> it's on everything. Uh, it came out on everything. So it's it's pretty much what you what you would want from a sequel from Geometry Wars Three. It has um, an adventure mode uh, and it has the drones. Uh, and I liked the drones in the the DS version introduced the drones and for people that don't know what they are they're just little things that follow you and they do different things so you can have an attack drone which will also fire alongside with you in the same direction as you Um, you can have a collect drone where it will collect the multiplied um, little gems uh, things like that so they have different sort of uh, powers and it, it introduces those that's the first time I've seen them on the console version. Uh, but uh, and it also has the the uh, classic version, Stu. So everything in Geometry Wars Two, two is in is this, in this. Game. Oh, Yeah, very nice. So you've got everything that was in Geometry Wars Two and plus two an, advent- an, an adventure mode sort of thing. So it's like a bit of a campaign. And some of those levels involve they're three dimensional. So it's like going around the outside of a peanut or a cube or cool. a circle, or a cylinder, all right? So the, the levels aren't no longer flat anymore. They go around the edges, the, the outside of an object, of a 3D object, which really, really messes me up big time, because... Well, I'm, I'm watching this now, right, and I am slightly worried about your epilepsy, if I'm being honest. Don't worry, I'll be fine. I'm still here, all right? I know, uh, I know you are, but I'm concerned. I'm concerned for you, mate. It's mild epilepsy, and it's only around you, Stuart. Uh, it's something that I've made up so I don't have to be around you for very long. No, I, that's, not very I, uh, nice. that's not very nice, but you know, I'm not a nice guy. So what do you want? <laughs> yeah, so there's some levels in the campaign where you have to go around the outside of a 3D object. And this really sort of messes things up because you know certain enemies, like the arrow enemies, like their orange arrows, and they go in a straight line. But when they go in around a 3D object that has like depth and stuff... It doesn't no longer go in a straight line, and also your field of view is limited because you can't see round the edge. You know, if you're fighting on a sphere, yeah, yeah. you can't see around that sphere as well. And the arrow as you presumably could. going in like a spiral. Yeah, so that's the adventure mode, and, and and you can unlock the maximum of three stars, and you need a certain amount of stars to unlock the next sort of section of the adventure mode and all that sort of stuff. Um, so, so that, that all being said, you know, it is everything that you'd want from a sequel from Geometry Wars. I'm not sure if I love it, which is shocking. Yeah, I mean, but, right, I mean, you were the master of pacifism, weren't you, in, the, in 2? I did, well, I, you know, I did all right in pacifism, but I, I just... You did go, You, you I mean, were good loved, at it, come on. I loved, I loved 1, I loved 2, and even though this has everything 2 in it, I, I don't know, I just... There's the, that adventure mode, the the campaign mode. I really don't like it that much. I really don't like fighting around a 3D object at all. Like I I, I don't think it's fair. I, I think Geometry Wars is a game where, especially the first one, that if you died, it was your fault mainly. Um, and I, and obviously that's still the case with this one. It is my fault when I die. But I feel like it's just a little bit harsh. Uh, and a little bit unfair when you can't see uh, an enemy ship just flying at you around a sphere. Like you have no time to react to it. So it really like messes my 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 sort of perception of like what's coming That's at me. Frustrating. Uh, and it seems like a a twist and a wrinkle in the game that isn't really beneficial. I mean, it might be cool, but it feels like it's a it's a neat innovation in terms of how the game looks. But in terms of how it plays, it seems like it would be more frustrating than anything. 
Yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, I get why they did it. Like, I don't know what else they could have done, to be honest. Um, I'm not a game designer, yeah. so I don't know. But, like... I mean, but they, they'd kind of taken it as far as he could, for me, in, in like, two, really. Like, yeah, I feel like they've done... You know, they they, they never done an, a, an adventure mode in a console version. They did, On the DS and the Wii version, they had an adventure mode. And I always thought that I wanted that in um, the console version, but they never did the 3D objects. They did, like, weird courses, but they was always flat and 2D, and you would like, you know, they would be in a shape of something, but they would always be flat. But these are 3D objects, and I'm not, I'm not feeling it. I mean, I'll still play through it, and it's still, it's still drama wars, and it, but it's, it's frustrating as hell. And I, I feel like I, I'm, it's, it's less about I mean, skill or about luck, to be honest. You see, Geometry Wars was always kind of, could be always kind of frustrating, but you've got to get that balance between frustration and skill, haven't you? You know, and sort of enjoyment of I think there's the a, challenge. There's elements of it where you just feel lucky if you don't get it. Yeah, yeah, that Whereas is not skill at all. Geometry Wars 1 and 2, I felt like you, it, was, it was more down to skill uh, and, you know, maybe a, a, a small percentage of luck. There's also the other element of Geometry Wars 1 was genius because there was only one game mode, right? So if we all played Geometry Wars 1, we would all play that same game mode. Therefore, it got very competitive on the leaderboard. Yeah, leaderboard-wise. And, and two had six game modes, and that was still small enough for us all to have a go. And nobody liked Waves, and nobody liked King of the Hill. But everybody liked Deadline, Evolved, and Pacifism. Pacifism was the one where you don't shoot. And so you would get many, a lot of people competing on those because it isn't so spread out. But the problem with... Um, three is because there's a ton of levels now and already on the adventure mode I've got to a point where nobody on my friends list has even got to right? and I realise I'm playing this pretty quick and early and may, other people might not have played it but how many people are going to get that far because it's really hard and how many people are going to see the classics how many people are going to bother with it you know it's it's not the leaderboards aren't in the forefront anymore they aren't the thing that pops up straight away it takes a little bit second a couple of seconds to load and it's not there when you first load up does the it game. does it i mean like on on two it had it always had the person squirrel that you were chasing in the corner didn't it of the screen yeah it still it still does that it still does that but it it you know it just doesn't feel like I don't know. It just because it, it, it's where where you would see it is in the menus first, wasn't it? You know what I mean? You could see like, oh, yeah. hang on, Stu's pulled ahead of me there, and it, it's like the leader was not that would ever happen. Yeah, it, it, yeah, and I, I I played all the evolved, sorry, all the classic um, game. I played all the classic modes uh, on on Geometry Wars three. Uh, and I beat everybody on my friends list. All right, and I'm just waiting for somebody to beat me so I'm I can compete there. with them. Brag! Oh, I just beat everyone. It's you know, it was just so easy. I only played it three times. No, all right, dickheads. Careful, right? (laughs) (laughs) No, but what I'm saying is, like, it's that was the big draw to Geometry Wars 2. That that's what I used to do. Like, I used to go in there, right? Sue, Sue's beating me, and try and beat them. And there's still people on Geometry Wars 2 that I haven't beaten. They're just ridiculous. And that's what gets me coming back. But it feels like I'm not playing it with anyone. You know, it just feels like I'm playing it on my own. But maybe I'm speaking too soon. Maybe like people haven't a chance to play it as much as hot. I mean, I just, I just can't help thinking back. You know, that it all originated from a bloody mini game in Project Gotham Racing Two, didn't it? No, it That's was an arcade. It was an original arcade game, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. No, 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 no. It, it, it the original, original Geometry Wars was a mini game in Project Gotham Racing. Yeah, I know that, but wasn't it an arcade game before that, back in the day? No, no, no. 
That's where it was first. Where it first. Here's, evolved, the, here's the Wikipedia lead. Geometry Wars yeah. is a mini game created by Bizarre Creations as part of Project Gotham Racing 2 for the Xbox, accessible through the in-game garage. An updated version of the game, Geometry Wars Retro Evolved, is available for download on the Xbox 360. It can also be played in demo form in Project Gotham Racing 3. Bam. There you go. There you go. I always thought it was like Bam. based for an old game. Fair enough. All right, fine. Yeah. But I think one was fantastic, two was uh, brilliant. Not loving three, but I still play it. You know, it's more geometry. When I say it's, I don't think it's a bad game. You know, it's a good game, um, but it isn't really drawing me in as much as Geometry Wars two. So yeah, I think two. It was just refined to the like the pinnacle, wasn't it? That it was, yeah, the game. And it's not and still is. Like I mean, it's it's pretty. Like you know, there's. There's, there's things going on and stuff, and you know, there's the particle effects and all that sort of shit going on. Um, it's it's nice. It's it's a nice looking game. Yeah, but you see, but when the original Geometry Wars came out on the 360, it looked amazing. Everyone's like, "How cool is this? Look at all these particles and shit that's going on on screen, and the cool music and all that." Well, it doesn't really matter now, though, does it? Because we've seen all that stuff now. Do you know what I mean? Is to, to, yeah. to, to pick up on something that you just said there, the, the, the music was a massive sort of draw as well for Geometry Wars. It was yeah. fantastic. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. It, it was. It was a fantastic piece of music. I, I, I don't think the music is as strong as on this one. Like, even, you know, when the, the, the remakes of the music that they've done, um, mm. when you heard Geometry Wars 2, like the remakes of the, the theme and all that stuff, I thought it was phenomenal, you know what I mean? And, and, and just little touches they did. Um, I don't think, like, the, the, the mastering, the, the mixing, the, sort of, like the, 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 the ambient sound when you press a bomb and all this stuff, I don't think it's, it is as well done as it was in 2. So even though it's not quite the same team, I'm, I'm guessing it's probably not quite the same team. It's a few guys that did it, and then they probably got some new guys in. Um, but I, I don't know. There's something about it that, that it didn't click as well. as I, I didn't play it and go, I immediately love this, like I did 1 and 2. But what you see, it's just like, it's just like, do they know it's Christmas, the new one? It's just shit. No, because I, 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 mean? I never said this is shit, so don't compare. No, no, no. But, but what I'm saying is, right? Christmas, please. Do, do not they compare know it's Christmas 3 to do they know it's Christmas... But the new one is just rubbish, isn't it, compared to the old one? You see, the old original was better, what and the new one just isn't as good. That's you know like what I mean? Here in Stu's pop culture perspective, exactly. It's not new even Star Wars is shit. The new Jurassic Park is shit. The new Do They Know It's Christmas is shit. There's just not even any tubular bells, man, and that's what made it. You want They're tubes. in any. Stu, this is great. Saying. This is great. Start up your own show and talk about its own shit. Uh, I'm talking about <laughs> anyway. What else? Start their own podcast uh, about that sort of. Thing. <laughs> what have you been? What else have you been up to? <laughs> uh, there was something else I was going to say. Oh yeah. Um, j- last thing about Geometry Wars. Uh, just before or, or just as you die on on Geometry Wars, they've added like a, a quick restart. So like you, you, you'd say restart on the bottom left, right, and you can restart the game without going back to the menus and all that sort of stuff. Which is a nice touch, yeah, yeah. but they only add it at the end when you die. X, the button X doesn't do anything throughout the whole game. So why don't they just add the restart button all the way? Like, you know, in, um, Makes sense. Uh, in Trials Evolution, you press B, you restart. You start again at any time. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter, because all you, when you play Drone Trials, you know when you've got a bad run. So to restart the game, you press Start, and you'd think Restart would be below directly below 
the you know the, you know resume when yeah, you press start, the but it's first not, it's like, option. Yeah, because you, you know you quickly want to get back into the game, but it's it's too below, and it's just like that little thing. It's like, why did you put it? To, why did you put options above restart? Like, well, I don't care yeah. about options. What is the other option? Options? Do you know? Do you know it's what like it is? Toggle maps. Don't give me toggle maps. No, uh, <laughs> I, like, I just uh, crouch. What? What? No, no, no. Okay, I won't start talking about Dora Dora hey. uh, But like, hey. what? Why is <laughs> toggle maps? Fucking toggle maps. No, right. Okay, so the, the, why is restart two down? It's just like, why don't they just make X the re- instant restart? I know when I've because I die. If you have three lives and I die in the first, like, you know, 30 seconds, I'm like, well, this run's ruined. Like, I'm, I can't do anything with this. So restart. It's stupid. Stupid! Uh, but it's a good Yeah, game. well, it's like, it's like, for instance, right, on Dragon Age Equiquig on the PS4. Do you just right? constantly want to talk about anything you're playing? Is that, is that... <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying, it's right? Like, a relevant I'm... comparison, Chinny. Come on, I am. You've, I am. Killed, I'm... you've killed Rob. Like, I haven't I'm heard him speak. I'm making a comparison, right? Poor Rob, because man. I'm, I'm pretty much every other game on the PS4, the big button is the map, right? Oh, you press maps. the big button, you get the map. Right, that's why you want to see the map. In Dragon Age, you press the button, you go into tactical bloody view, and it's like you have to like go into the options to get to the map to go to your quest, and it's like make it a big bloody button because that's what I want to do. I want a big button to be my map. Yeah, but don't you we'll... use that tactical thing a lot? No, not at and all. And then when you're in that, you press circle to get out of it, and then you actually that's and right. you do an action. You do. You want to press circle to go back? No, you have to press the big button again. It's just like the big button's a map, man. That's what it is. It's a map. Maybe more games ought to have the buttons um, remappable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Ooh, don't get me onto that because that's another massive issue with Dragon Age. Oh, snap. Because oh, if you try and play it in this game play, to me, Stu. If you try and play it in remote play on the Vita... You should try it. It's like Skyrim. You can't remap the bloody attack button, so they're on the back touchpad, which is just fucking awful. <laughs> Christ. Well, let's Too wait till you get into that. Right? I know, but I quite often use remote play. Like, oh, case watching right. something I'm not particularly asked about on the TV. Yeah. I could have played a bit of Dragon Age, but it's a pain in the ass because if you get into a battle, it's hideous. First. And there's, they haven't. How could they not map the attack buttons to the shoulder buttons on the Vita, for Rich. Christ's sake? Tell it. It's just ridiculous. Louder. I know. I'm annoyed. Yeah. Anyway, Chini, what else have you been playing? <laughs> right. Um, I also bought another game on the sale. Uh, it is called Titanfall. Oh snap! Titanfall. Oh yes. Titanfall. Who do you scoop That's the Japanese name. Titanfall. I like it. I like it. It's good. It's good. Okay, so uh, you might get a bit of a clue of how much I played this game when I start talking about it. The tutorial is fantastic. Yeah. Great. 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 Um, I, no, I, I've, I've done the tutorial. Uh, uh, I, I've uh, run story around. And... That's what I want to know. How good nice. is the story? Fantastic. Yeah, it's great. Um, no, I, I played. I played one game, and it's just ridiculous how they tried to make it that like, the story was in the in the campaign. Like, you know, he's got a campaign mode. It's like, stupid. Um, but I played one game, and I got my absolute ass handed to me. I didn't do very well at all uh, because I'm sorry. I think everybody knows knows what they're doing. Uh, everybody knows what I'm doing. It's been a while since I played a multiplayer game, so I was just a bit like, uh, "Excuse me, can you tell me where my robot is?" Uh, I didn't know <laughs> which one is shoot. Should I point the gun to my head? To make sure it works. 
I uh, I thought I was doing pretty well. Then I figured out that I only killed one pilot and everybody else. And then at the end of the match, I remembered that there was AI in the game. I was like, oh, that's why I've been killing loads of people very, very easily. Uh, and yeah, I, I still I just haven't worked out the systems. The systems. I mean, like I'm sort of generalising um, online first-person shooters now. Um, you know, look, but with Call of Duty and things like that, there's there's a system. There's there's um, paper, rock, scissors. There's things that you can do. There's ways you can work out things uh, and weapons that are just a waste of a time. Weapons that are very useful, and I haven't worked those out yet. And I don't know any of yeah, them. Yeah, it's like it was seven quid on Origin, right? And yeah. for one split second, I thought seven quid—that's not a whole lot of money, is it? Right? And then I went, nope, because. I can't be asked to install in Origin again on my PC, so that was out the window. And then I thought, I don't like multiplayer games, so why would I even buy this or even consider it? So that, that yeah, was a definite I no. I don't play many multiplayer games, but it would be nice to have people to play with. Piltreed uh, in the in the chat in the tw- we're on Twitch, everyone. Uh, thanks for everyone we are for on listening. Twitch. In. Uh, yeah. Everybody's yeah, doing so that now. All these I'm other, all not these to other talk podcasts. too much about the chat box because it's easy for yeah. people to become distracted yeah. who aren't here now. But yeah, all these other uh, podcasts okay. getting on themselves on twitching and streaming and all that jive. Eh? Tell you what, Pil- Pil- shut up, Stu. Piltreed uh, anyway. said, you know, add me. I will play with you uh, and all that stuff. But yeah, I think I need people to play with because this game would be a lot better um, if I had friends to play with me. Uh, the Void Games guys play a lot of Titanfall. So I'll probably be jumping in with those. Uh, and the, the parkour is excellent. I really like the parkour. I, I think parkour, Duke, parkour. I, I think you would like this. Parkour, 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 parkour. Um, Duke, I think you'd really enjoy this game. Is it, I, I think, I think I it's, would. it's been on my game fly, but I'm just now getting around to sending back Deadpool, which I realize I'm never going to play. Uh, I, I think it's absolutely up, up your street. Sorry, go on, Rob. I'd imagine a lot of the people who would have been playing this have probably moved on to COD now, haven't they? I'd imagine so, yeah, but I feel like there might be a little wave of um, people that got it on the sale, People because they've been releasing like season pack shit as well, um, and I, the season pack was on sale on Black Friday as well, so I got that. Um, I bought it for £10. ten pounds. You can't grubble with £10. Like, pounds no, you there's always like a, a certain sliver of population that sticks with one of the Call of Duty yeah. games from the past, regardless of which one it is, and that's the, probably going to be the that. case. The problem with that is they're usually very, very good. They that's are all they very, very uh, And I feel like there's, there's an element of that. You know, y- y- Yeah, you're right, Rob. I, I feel like I've missed the boat to, to be a noob on this. So it's either learn quick or get out. Uh, did you have it away like, when you started? Some twat just came along and stabbed you in the face. Like um, you did to me. Well, we tried Rob, the demo. We're all friends. <laughs> we're all friends here. Oh, yeah, that's true. I remember that. I did. I stabbed you in the face. And it was good. good. Uh, yeah, you know, it's just it's just one of these games that I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna keep keep plugging away at and trying to learn. But I feel like if I didn't have people to play with, I would get very bored of this quickly. I think I think um, the problem you've got is right. You've come to it very late, and like yeah. Rob said, a lot of people have jumped on COD now who used to play this, or, and the people you end up left with are the die-hard, love it sort of play every day type. But you know what? The only way to get better at a game is to play a better p- opponent. It's true, oh, yeah, it's true. true I, mean, I, I often compare Titanfall to Snooker, but when I play Snooker, yeah. I, uh, I, the only way to get better is to play people that are better than yourself. Um, yeah. And if you, if you think that you're better than everyone, then you're probably not. So, and yeah, besides, it's, look, here's the other thing about this. 
the skills you've developed, Chinny, in other first-person shooters will transfer to this game. Now, yes, there are you know you don't you don't learn the maps instantly, and there, you know there's certain things about this game that are specific to it. But it's not as though you're playing a new type of game. It it is a sort of um, six months ago uh, problem uh, game, a problem that I'm complaining about. But it is the traversal that are traversal stuff that I'm not used to. You know, the the jumping of It's like, oh yeah, I could go on that platform. Right. I'm not used to that, and I know in Advanced Warfare that is now a thing. Uh, so I, I, I'm just not really. My brain hasn't sort of trained itself to say, "Oh, you could go on there. You can go on there." And I'm slowly gaining. I'm slowly sort of picking it up. But I, I think I need a couple of games with uh, some buddies. I don't know some buddies that listen to a, an audio show that we do uh, to jump in with me and have some fun. Uh, have yeah, some so, fun you know. with Chini. And some funny fun funds. So yeah, you know, I'm like, and it, and it looks fantastic. It's it's a it's a very pretty looking game. Really, really, I think if I pick, pick this up for forty dollars, I wouldn't be, you know, at the time when it came out, I feel like I would have I would have really been into it a lot more because um, everybody was sort of playing it back then. Uh, but yeah, very good. Titanfall. I've only played it for for a little bit, but I'm pleased with so so far what I've played. There you go. And uh, there is uh, another game that I've been playing. I don't can't remember if I started this uh, last week. Wolfenstein the Michael Time. No, you said you were. I think you said you were going to. No, he said last week. He talked about how much he loved the fact that it was shooting, and it's not many games where you just run around. Oh God, yeah, you're right. Shoot. That's true. He did. He did. did History would have been erased. (laughs) That's true. It's true. He did say that. People threw the same thing they listened to. I also said (laughs) that it runs like. Garbage on the 360. They they really didn't try. They just went. Um, shall we just not bother with textures and just just put this out? Yeah, let's do that. There's one bit where uh, another reason, um, another game. Sorry, Duke. That I think you would really enjoy is Wolfenstein. Yeah, I sure think I you would love this game. Um, there's 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 one section in particular where you sort of get into a larger vehicle that reminded me of Fear Two, um, and I instantly thought. And there, there are enemies in this game that are huge, and you just think, God, I hate, I hate it. One of, one of these enemies come in, but obviously, yeah. when you're in a big mech, uh, it's, it's all, it's all different. And there's, there's, I mean, I, they've alluded to where the last level's going to be in this game. Like they've, uh, they've mentioned where it's going to be. I, I won't spoil it for people that don't know, but that is pretty damn cool. Where that, where that last level is going to be. Um, they have, they have a lot of fun with, you know, the sort of alternative universe Nazis taking over. Uh, stuff and um, yeah and, and I think a lot of people were saying it's too fetch questy because what happens you go on a big mission right and it's a big shooty shooty mission and then you go back to base and you have to get a few few things around the base you have to find things you have to help people out and it does get a bit fetch questy uh, but I don't mind that too much um, oh I found I really a like- collection of sound clips from the original Macintosh Wolfenstein 3D alright Oh God! <laughs> um, by the way, Chinny, uh, you've been asked a question. You, can you install all all four discs? Um, I don't know. I don't install discs really. I don't. Um, I'm not one for installing it. A because I don't have a lot of hard drives. But I'm still on a 60 gig hard drive on my 360. Um, so yeah, I don't. I don't bother. And to be honest, if if you're if you're thinking of playing Wolfenstein. Um, on the 360, I wouldn't bother. I, I wouldn't do it. I would, if you if you're gonna get a next gen console, I would wait and play it on there because it really does um, spoil uh, some. You know, it really takes you out of it. 
sometimes of how poorly run it is. Yeah, it's. it's... You want to play that one again, dude? Yes. Hang on a second. Here we go. Oh, that was the Gatling gun. Guten Tag. Beautiful. Guten Tag. Oh, yeah. God. Uh, so play play it on a new console is my recommend or the PC you know play play a, a nice version of it don't don't play the 360 or the PS3 version because it's it's not very good it's not very good but there you uh, go is that, is get, that it for you is that everything uh, I'll say a bit more uh, uh, with Wolfenstein great levels great guns um, control the, the way you select your guns is a little bit weird. Uh, but you can dual wield pretty much every gun. I think I said that last week. Um, yeah, you, but did. There, there are, you did. There are things in the game that I'm only figuring out now. Like, you can lean in the game, which I knew, but I thought that's how you shot out of cover. There are, like, there are perks and stuff, and you have to kill so many people while shooting out of cover. But it turns out you can go next to cover and just press X. Oh, sorry, left trigger, and you'll come out of cover, and that counts. Uh, there's, like, if, you're, if you've got a, a gun and you press up on the D-pad... You bring out two of those guns, and it never told you that. That would have been a lot easier to do um, instead of going to the selection wheel. So there's little things that it just goes, no, I'm not going to tell you that. You just figure it out for yourself, uh, which is a bit weird, and I don't know why it does that. But no, good game, silly story, but it's it's fun. You know, you shoot Nazis, you kill people. Um, when you action. die, it sounds like this. That's exactly. There you go. Just so, like yeah, that. that's, that's pretty much so I played a lot of games this this week. I played. Yeah, I played a lot of games. A ton of games. I'm doing something that I don't normally do, uh, and I, which is I'm playing multiple games at once. You I ch- don't oh do that. I don't do that very often. I uh, I've, I've sort of not. come to a point in my life where I feel like I'm ready to do that now because I uh, I'm well, a big boy now. I was I was watching I follow uh, a chap called Stallion eighty three on on Twitch. Is he Italian? He's not Italian, but he is the record world record holder of the the guy with the most gamer score uh, in the world. He has you know over oh, a million okay. gamer score. And I, I I just follow him on Twitch and sometimes I'll watch him and stuff. And, I, and he was talking about somebody asked him the question on there. How you know how does he do it? Like you know how does he you know, not get bogged down with games. And he says, well, I, 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 I take breaks on a game. Like, I'll play a game and I'll put it down for a couple of days and play something else and then come back to it. So, I, my, I, and he says, it works wonders in, in sort of making sure that you're not sick of a game. And I think Sunset Overdrive is a game where I really, like, just grinded it out, no pun intended, and, um, I, you know, I've, I've just... Went a little bit overboard and played it constantly and nothing else. And it, and by the end, I feel like I was a little bit sick of it. It's a good game, but I was a little bit like, oh. So uh, I feel like playing a couple games at once. You know, I, you know, it's it's, it's probably that's because you're a big boy, or as Mr. Burns puts it, I am a big boy. <laughs> and I'll pick all envy myself there. So that's me. That's you. Uh, well, seeing as Rob's the guest, let's 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 have a hear to yeah, Rob because we've not really heard the last a lot. twenty minutes. Exactly, we've not really heard from I've, him. I've, just, we, so. I've just been listening to the Veteran Games podcast. I know how weird it is, <laughs> but now <laughs> you really? talk back. Yeah, now you can actually join in. Oh yeah. Um, well, this week I've mostly been playing Dragon Age. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm kind of with you there. Kind of with you. So uh, let's talk about this together. Let's talk about this together. The button doesn't do what it, you want it to. It, it, it is it is annoying when you keep going into that mode because oh, yeah, yeah. you wouldn't normally go into that mode to be honest. Yeah. 
No, and quite often it's it's close to the options button. So often you press it just by mistake, trying to press the options button. Sometimes I've done that as well before now, and that's mightily annoying. Can I, can I, is, is the Dragon Age Inquisitor out for the 360 and the PS3? Is there a version? It of is, but because it's the wrong one. Oh, it's the word on the street is "Don't bother." Really? The word on the street. Yeah. The word on the street, right? If you keep your ear to the ground. No, Stu, he's always on, on about the street. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. True, it's true, Rob, because I went over to a couple of to a couple of kids, you know, smoking, hanging out on the, the street, and I, and I says, hey, kids, you know, what do you think of this Dragon Age in Quick and Quick? And they was like, nah, man, don't bother. We'll get the new gen. So it's true. That's it. It's true. That's exactly what they were talking about. Yep. So, Rob, how long have you played it for then? What, what are you up to? Um, um, I've just, I'm level 13, I think now right. so I've been, I've been playing it quite a lot um you have I'm, I'm level 11 and i've probably played it for about 33 hours or so yeah 30-ish it's hours. gonna be a lot how far are you through the story i'm up to the first story-based dragon has arrived okay um and i had a bit of a big battle and I'm just a bit further on than that. I've just gone back to the war table, and I've just opened a, a new a new area called the Oasis. So I've just gone okay, there. Okay, I've, uh, I've just got to Skyhold. Yeah, same place. Yeah, same place. So we're, we're more or less at the same place in the game, but you've probably grinded a lot more. Yeah, than basically, I have. whenever there was any kind of side missions, I'd just go out and do them all. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. What's your opinion though? Because I think it's excellent. I've got to say. Yeah, I mean, I'm liking a lot. I'd, I'd say it doesn't necessarily compare as well to Skyrim, but I mean it's a different kind of game, really. No, I mean I, I'm enjoying it more than Skyrim, though. Um, I don't know. Um, I'd say Skyrim is more um, involving. You f- you feel much more in the, the world in Skyrim. From my yeah, from what I heard, like Skyrim. You know, you can go up to an NPC in Skyrim and they feel like a real person, whereas like, you go up to someone, you know, in this and they like like Assassin's Creed, where they're just people just fishing. Yeah, you know, the do. worst, they're, they're kind of worse than that, to be honest. They're more like uh, they remind me more of um, they, they kind of don't do anything unless you interact with them. They kind of just stand there like statues most of the time. They just stand there. They do. They don't. <laughs> There's no, there's no kind of incidental stuff going on. They're kind of, they're just there doing nothing. It is a bit weird like that. It, it, you know, you, you'll go set like outside a, a castle or a fort, and there'll be people practicing fighting, but it's just kind of a looped animation. Yeah, I mean, it's it's much more of a sort of a sealed system the way it works. So yeah, you you can't just go wandering off wherever you want, really. Um, you can, you can wander up in some there's, places, there's, but there's often parts that you can't go past, and and yeah. li- just little things like that that take you out of the world a, a bit. Like I think I was saying on Boss Wave, the the first like when, right when you started, I think there was a, a building on fire, and I was being really careful about how I walked around it, yeah. and then I realised I could just walk straight through the fire, and it didn't do do anything. Yeah, no, you're right. You you don't get burnt by fire or anything like that. It doesn't. Damage. You do on some but, fire, but not on all fire. Not all of it. But the other thing I've noticed as well, right? I slid down a massive hill, right? So I obviously wasn't falling. I was sliding, <laughs> and then there was kind of like about a two foot drop at the end of it, 
And I sort of fell off the, the sort of end of the slide and sort of landed on my feet. Looked like I wouldn't get any sort of health taken off me. And it took a massive chunk off me. I I'm like, fell oh, on my bottom into some butterscotch. I didn't fall then. What's the matter with you? Yeah, I slid. there's a lot of that kind of where in Skyrim you could kind of use the the, the quirks of the world to your advantage. But it, yeah, it was part of the world, so it didn't necessarily matter. Whereas the, in this, because it's not quite as engrossing with that kind of thing, it just feels like a bogey. The thing is making the environment something... I mean, we saw that in Mass Effect 1, right? With the Warthog or whatever it was. Yeah. The Mako. Yeah. The Mako. So the instead Mako. of roaming around the landscape, you have to just kind of stand there. <laughs> no, that, I mean, no, that's not strictly true. It's not true, because in, in Mass Effect, it was a very linear, you could just go along this one path in the Mako, you know, and you'd shoot some enemies or whatever you'd do as part of that mission. In this, you, you, I mean, the, the areas are big. They are, but they're not. The thing is, last week you said that Hinterland was like three quarters of the size of Sky. It feels like it's you know, it that big. No, it probably isn't, but it does feel that way, because it is big. It is big, but it's... Uh, so far, I mean, I've... Only just opened it up now after I've gone to Skyhold, but Hinterlands was by far the biggest area. Yeah, the Maya's quite big as well. The Fall Maya, that's that's kind of a biggish place. Uh, but there's not as many. That it seems like the majority of the side missiony stuff is in is in the Hinterland. Yeah, well, I've done them all now, so um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how much there is in the other areas. Yeah, the other areas have them, but not by the same sort of. But that all being said, for me, where this trumps Skyrim in spades is is the story, the dialogue, the acting. Um, all trumps Skyrim in terms of the story. That's not saying anything. Yeah, but it's once once you start playing the story and the story missions, it it opens up a lot more and give and shows a lot more depth. Oh, it's aware. It's really good. I really like the story, and I think... Stuart, I'm sorry, and I'm trying not to be a jerk about this, but let's be honest. You played Skyrim for like 20 minutes. I love... 29 hours. I played it for 29 hours. 29 hours. That's nothing. That's the tutorial. (laughs) I know. I know. But, you see, what's interesting, were you and Rob enjoy that just sort of wandering around doing random stuff with random people doing random things? Cool does. I... I enjoy way more a more story focused game. For, so for me, nerd, for an RPG, this is way more up my sort of alley than Skyrim is. That's fine because I like the story. More power to you, and I'm yeah. sure I like it too. I think that's the that's the that's probably the main difference. Whereas this, it's like a story set in the world, whereas Skyrim's more of a a world with, that oh. happens to have a story attached to it. That's right, that's right, and I think that's that's why I think for me. This this is definitely still in my game of the year category without a shadow because I've, I just love it. I just without love the way. Without a shadow, I see what you did there. Because shadows Fordor, that's pretty exactly. funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it, I mean, just the whole way the story's developing is is really good. It's really really good. And there's been a few twists and turns and things happening, you know. And I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it. It's very very good. And I can't when I'm not playing it, I'm thinking about it. And I think that's always a great sign for a game. Yeah, I, well, I think I, I'm definitely the same with that. Probably not as, uh, to the same level as I was with Skyrim, but yeah, it's it's definitely a very good game. It's there are various things that you can kind of pick holes in it with, but it, it's still a good game. Yeah, I mean, my biggest gripes are with the controls, if any. Yeah, my, my sort of main worry is that whether later on if they're going to have because uh, I, I heard that you actually need to use the tactical 
um, fighting Ugh. system later on. And I'm hoping that's not the case. I hate it. What's I don't hate it. What's, what, what is wrong with the tactical thing? Because like, on gameplay videos, it looks cool. Yeah, but like, if you imagine early Bioware games, like Neverwinter Nights, for instance, right? It is basically automatic combat. You don't really, apart from moving your players around and sort of triggering special attacks, you it's all it plays itself out. You don't have any sort of involvement in it. Yeah, you just, I mean, you just select a character, tell them to go attack someone, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. And then you just and you press the right trigger, and it just does you it. You just sit there and watch it. Yeah, it's it's not very. It looks cooler than it actually is to use. I've not used it at all. Yeah. I think I've used it maybe once. And I, I think the only time I ever used it was when I was streaming it on Twitch just to show people what it was. Yeah. And what it I did. only go into it for two reasons. One, to actually find out what level the bad guys are so I know if I need to run away. And two, because yeah. I pressed the thing going trying to go to the maps. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm with you there. That's the only time I go in. The amount of times I've pressed it, aiming to go to maps, and like, oh, shit, it's not there, is it? Top and then, like map. you say, you press, you press circle, and it, it brings up me barrier barrier spell, and I'm like, oh, oh man, it do, does like some kind of weird spinning circle with the, my sword and um, keep doing it but all the time. The, the one thing I will say for it is the I, I'm really liking the development trees for your character and all the all the different. I'm a mage and I'm I'm getting all these really new cool spells and I've got really cool armor and I love all the loot drops. You know that's definitely a thing. You, you know I I just thought and and you'll have fought the same boss as I did. There's like a a bit of a boss battle you have and I, and I got a really cool weapon off that. So that's uh, that was that was kind of cool. So. Yeah, and I think the baddie, the baddie's quite cool. Yeah, he's, as well. he's kind of only really just been introduced. Yeah, yeah, thirty hours in, and you get the baddie. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Um, the other thing I'd say is, and uh, I've not actually been, do- I have been doing some of this, but it's definitely worth wandering around talking to your party members. You know, when you're at the hold and uh, Sky, is it Sky Keep? It's Sky called? Hold. Yeah, I mean, I've, Sky I've just got there. Yeah. And, uh, well, I came, I came back to, um, tonight. Well, um, today I started playing it again. Um, I think I just did the boss fight, and then I spent the rest of the night just wandering around Skyhold, talking to everyone. It just takes yeah, forever. Sure. Yeah, it's a big place, but it's definitely worth it, because it, apparently the more you talk to your party, it opens up special missions that you can go on with them, similar to what you got in like Mass Effect 2. Yeah, but that's I, I'm aware of that, and as a result, I just go to them, talk to them, and then just keep skipping everything that they say until I got to the end of the... <laughs> yeah. Sorry, uh, give me the, the questions. Yeah. 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 Just to give hey, me a adventure. Pro- yes, I have a. No, I can. Yes. Uh... Okay. <laughs> bye. Yeah. You just look at the menu. Say, oh, I've not, I've not said this before. Click that, then, then skip it. It's like that bit from Uncle Book. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's interesting, and I think I like it. But you it is your modern references. I know <laughs> it is very, it is very, very dialogue heavy. It's very much. Colin Corkin is so relevant. <laughs> I know, yeah. It's, but it's not. I, I think interestingly, they seem to have gone a little bit down the Walking Dead route. You know what I mean? Because they've got this. Someone approves of this, or such and they such about this. A long time disapp- before Walking they Dead. Did in, didn't they do that in Mass Effect? They did it in Dragon Age Origin, or yeah, Dragon Age Origin. Did, did they do that? Yeah. Uh, I've played enough play to know. Hey George, you know. Well, anyway, that all being said, hey Dragon, got it wrong. Um, Stuart, I'm trying to ask a question. Please ask my question. 
Okay, what question? Rob, did you play Dragon Age Origins and or Dragon Age 2? Nope, I've not played any of the other Dragon Age games. I'm curious how they compare. I played Dragon Age Origins for a bit. And yet you don't remember that they had people approving it? No, it was a long time ago and I didn't really care much for it. <laughs> okay. Well, that's the weird thing for me with this because, I mean, I was quite wary of it and didn't wasn't necessarily going to go near it because I just assumed it was like the Orcs and Elves version of uh, Mass Effect. Yeah, <laughs> and I didn't really get on with Mass Effect that much. Yeah, see, I love Mass Effect. Most people did, and it, yeah, it so just didn't appeal like to me. Mass Effect? It just didn't appeal to you? Yeah, I, I suppose because I knew it was an RPG, and I was always expecting more of the kind of free-roaming world, which this one has got more of, so I, I do prefer this. But And it is a beautiful world, it has to be said. It does look lovely. Yeah. Are, you, are you into sci-fi, or are you, are you more yeah, into I'd, like, I'd stupid I'd, shit? No, I'd, I'd say normally I'd probably prefer sci-fi. But I think... Oh, okay. I thought you did. Yeah, I felt like I'd sort of got burnt... Well. I've kind of been ruined by Bethesda because yeah. that's sort of yeah. what I want from an RPG now. These kind of massive worlds yeah. where you can go and explore. And yeah. when I got Mass Effect and found out it was effectively just a, a third-person shooter yeah. with some... Where, as a rule, tends to make pretty linear games. Yeah. I mean, yeah. This, and it is, is, but it is a great third-person yeah. shooter. This is less linear, and it's certainly got more of that, which is, that's when I'd cool. heard that, that, that appealed to me more. Yeah. You see, but what's weird for me is... In Hinterland, I was I was getting a bit bored of the sort of open worldy wandering around doing mission stuff. I mean that that freaking Druffalo mission. Did you do that? It was the stupidest yeah, mission ever. That didn't take. Oh, it wasn't too bad. For it me. doesn't, but he kept getting stuck on like bits of rock and stuff. I'm like you're a freaking Druffalo, you can walk over anything. Just just get to the frigging place where you need to be. Yeah, I think I got and high then, enough level that that wasn't too tricky. Yeah, then let's go horse racing. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Oh, yeah, got that out of the way pretty quick. Jesus it was a piece Christ. of piss, those things. Yeah, it was, it was. But he's like, stupid side missions. There were a lot of side missions in the first place aren't that great, and it's the biggest area. And I think I've, I feel much happier now that I'm out of that first area. Yeah, I, I can't say... Well, I, I quite enjoyed going around there. I can't say I'm that impressed with the horse mechanics or anything like that. No, I've, I've used it a couple of times, but it, it, there's no real reason to use the horse. You might as well it just does, fast travel everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking of the structure of Mass Effect. I mean, I can't speak for Dragon Age, but the, the structure of Mass Effect is it's basically a glorified level selector. You know, you go into your galaxy map and you you just go, all right, I'm going to pick this level. Those areas aren't really for exploring, yeah. are they? Yeah. You, know, you know, you just just drop down and go bang, right, and then it's a linear level. Is that is the structure of Dragon Age and Quickie Quick like that, or is it a similar? Little, it is yeah, similar. I'd say the structure's the same, but you can do more exploring around the levels. The levels the certainly areas. are bigger. So that yeah, seems like a nice right. compromise for for what they were getting at. Is it, you know, it's a little bit of, it's a little bit more towards Skyrim, it sounds, but not quite all the way. Yeah, and what what they've also added in, which is is quite cool, when you complete side missions in the world, you get power points, and oh, when you when you go to the war room, you use your PowerPoints to then unlock new areas on the map. So that's kind of how it works. Yeah, although it kind of ruins with me being a little bit OCD. Because the, when you're in certain maps, you, there's, you'll have the little exclamation mark to say that there's a mission. And then for those ones, you, you, um, in each level there's various things that you can get. And you'll go to them and they'll say, oh, yeah, we need you to build this. And then... If you don't, if you don't build it, that's just going to stay on your quest list. But if, once you do build it, then it just reappears again, and so you can keep redoing it to get more power points. 
Oh, yeah, that's so true. It's like, yeah, that it's like a never-ending quest list. Yeah, yeah, so you well, can kind of do that. It's with uh, Bioware games, hasn't it? I'm just imagining yeah. Rob just going, I must complete this quest yeah. over and over just again. stuck in a loop. Going, oh, can yeah. keep doing it. I mean, it's, it's like the, Mo- the Mobius quest. It's easy to feel overwhelmed by all the quests. And I think that's something that I've even felt that about Skyrim. Like, I don't know how RPGs could do it, but it feels like there's got to be some way of helping us to wrangle all these quests that we have instead of just like, well, I'm going to do this one now and still have this list of 30 different things you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, I mean, I, I still enjoy doing them. I've, I've done most of the quests. Yeah, I mean, sure. it, it did annoy me in Mass Effect 3. I think there was a, one quest that glitched out, so I couldn't finish it. And that was just stuck in my quest log for, for the entirety of the yeah. game. Right. Well, that's something I said last week. We need to be able to, like, cancel stuff off of our quest. Yeah, that would be better. Uh, by the way, by the way, Duke, I have got some news for you, by the oh, way. Oh, snap. I love news. Yeah. Yeah. You know when you were saying about junk and stuff? Yeah. Now you can't. There isn't necessarily a junk section, but what you can do is move armor and weapons to valuables, and then you can just flog them all in one go. Well, yeah, no. but you've got, to, you've got to be careful that you don't just um, sell all your valuables because they put some stuff in there that you don't want to really want to sell. Oof! Ah, oh, you joke. Yeah, if you go, um, the, you're going to finish the game now, Stu, because you sold that. I know. Yeah, I sold some. When you needed. kill some bad guys, then they'd like drop certain things that you then can take to. Um, I think there's, a, there's an area where they're doing research on creatures and things like that. Oh, that's right. Yes, I have given them some stuff. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to make sure you don't sell all that stuff. Yeah, but I'm not OCD, so I don't care about that shit. <laughs> it doesn't affect the main story. It <laughs> doesn't matter to me. I don't care. I think the more you research certain enemies, then the yeah, you, you become more effective against them or something like that. Yeah, it is. It, it, they, they tell you the weaknesses, don't they? What, what sort of yeah, how to fight them or... The only the only other thing I would say is as well with the, the vendors are a bit shit to be honest. Yeah, they have nothing of any value that you go, oh yeah, god, that's cool. I need that weapon or I need that piece of armor because they don't have anything good at all. Yeah, in these kind of games, you sort of you're probably better never getting anything from vendors anywhere. Yeah, it's pointless. Sell you. I mean, but it, but it almost makes selling your stuff to them pointless because there's nothing else to do with your cash, and they never have anything that you want to buy. Really, the best thing to buy are things like the um, schematics and things like that for yeah, building stuff. Herbs, all those kinds of things, like ingredients and stuff. That's kind of all you need off them, isn't it? But um, the crafting's interesting. I've, uh, you know, you, you go to this dude and he has like your armor crafting and your weapon crafting and all that kind of stuff. Um, but at Skyhold, they're all in the same place now, along with your potions and all that stuff, yeah. aren't they? Everything's together. It took me a while to realize because there's there was stuff that said about like um, it gives you a year attack and a percentage and it'll increase that and then you can have or you can have strength added and things like that and I didn't know what which ones did what and it was because uh, it doesn't really tell yeah. you it's only when you go into the I think it's the abilities section or something on your character that they, yeah. then when you highlight it, it will actually tell you what they do and it's different for each um, a class. Yeah, there is some complicated stuff for complications' sake, isn't there? You're forever switching your characters to put the right armor on the right character, and some things can be upgraded, and other things can't be upgraded. And have you found any runes yet? I haven't found any runes. Um, I've, well, I've not. I think I found one, but it only goes on as um, a staff, and I've already got a staff that's better than that. Here's the important question, Rob: Did you put a picture of your person on the Facebook thread? Yes, I did. Oh, uh, yeah. Ah, that on the stream, Chinny. I will. 
Yeah. Put everybody's up there. Cause then, and people who didn't see it and aren't looking at the stream live, you can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash veteran gamers UK. Or is it just veteran gamers? Uh, veteran okay, gamers. Veteran. Okay. Slash veteran veteran gamers. See everybody's cool people from, uh, Dragon Age and Quiggy Quig. That's right. I asked people to show us the characters. Yes. Now, the one, the one thing I have noticed though is nobody has, and I, I feel a bit disappointed in myself now, right? Because everybody's got like this clean cut, good looking character, right? And I'm thinking I should have made someone really but ugly. That would have been way better. You know, big some big fat, too, isn't it? Yeah, big fat ugly person. Um, you know what I mean? Man, man had to be good looking. I was making him look like me. Oh, there you go. There you go. But yeah, they're all too good looking, man. They're all like clean cut, good looking characters. Like and I know it. Rob's Rob's uh on the screen. That's me. That's me on the screen. Man. I like so, yeah, that's right. Somebody made Daenerys Targaryen. I think everyone made a better sound by looking at stuff. I just put loads of crazy makeup and tattoos on mine. Yeah, my, my guy's pretty <laughs> generic really. Who's Daenerys Deretarian? Who's that? She's from uh, Game of Thrones. Hello. Hello. Uh, I bet if I said Red Wedding, you wouldn't start crying, would you, Chinny? Yeah, I have no idea what he's talking about either because I've never seen it in uh, Rocky Treadway. Rocky Treadway made a guy with an epic beard. Like it. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. That's my favourite. I've got to say, also, the ones that have been put this, up. That's this that's MJW's my... here. There you go. That's his character from some that's shitty nice podcast. Beard. Yeah, that's my favourite. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that's that's kind of not too generic. I didn't get I didn't get a close enough off. It's close enough off. Uh, close it close up enough on mine. I could have done J- a close. Jason's one. character looks like it's from One Direction. Chris's yeah. yeah, that's what I said. They're all a bit clean. Cut. Chris's character looks like a fire damaged Legolas. Uh, somebody did ask on the Facebook: Should they trade in Call of Duty to get this? Yes, that's a definite yes. Get rid of that crap game and get this instead. All right, now sure. you haven't played the new Call of Duty. You don't know that it's. I don't care. Well, who cares about that game? Whatever. Well, that sort of brings us on to the multiplayer of Dragon Age, doesn't it? Yes, yeah. I've not played any since I played with no, you. No, me neither. Oh, there you Pretty go. Pretty much. Well, <laughs> no one's really playing it multiplayer, they're mostly playing it single player. Yeah, it's cool, though. I mean, the multiplayer is good. There's nothing wrong it's with it. It's enjoyable. I don't know how much like life there would be in it, really. And it works. Oh, by the way, I tried out the uh, sharing thing for the first time with Dragon Age. Okay. And it didn't work very well at all. What were you trying to share? Um, <laughs> Feng Chewy. Feng Chewy. He, he, I said, look, do you want to have a go at this? See what you think. Well, I've got, and he was like, oh, okay then. So I did the share. I said, no, go away. Stop following me. I know, yeah. I shared it with him, and we've both got uh, fiber optic broadband. We're both like well over like 40, 50 megs a second, so there shouldn't have been any problems at all. Uh, but he was having loads of issues. It kept kicking him out. It was pixelating on his end and sort of stuttering, and yeah, it, it wasn't a good experience. Apparently. That's because really yeah, me and Chris tried the SharePlay thing a while ago, and we were quite impressed at how, how well it actually worked. Um, yeah, it didn't work too well on we ours. We tried a, a bit of Destiny. Um, where it's just he who's playing it on my machine remotely, and that seemed to work really well. And then we um, basically used the multiplayer share player to play like local co-op on um, Titan, uh, not Titanfall. Um, the oh, what was it called? Towerfall. Yeah, and that mm-hmm. that worked really well. Sorry, that's yeah, Titanfall. Towerfall. What's Towerfall Ascension? Yeah, that's the one. Okay, I don't know what that is. 
it was it was yeah it was originally a oh yeah oh yeah i realized something today by the way something interesting uh, yeah every every time i lift something heavy i say oh yeah <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> can we do him under the trade descriptions act for that i don't know i don't know maybe uh but yeah it was an originally an ooh yeah game and it was like exclusive to them and then it sort of they went oh not making much money here let's let's give it somewhere else yeah ooh, it's it's really good game um and it sort of although it was playing it on the share thing kind of highlighted that when because the, there is only local co-op on that there's no, no there's no online multiplayer no, but, no, because it said it was too twitchy for that. Yeah, but playing it share play, it worked perfectly, so it kind of highlights that was a load of rubbish. Yeah, maybe so, maybe so. Uh, what else have you been up to, anyway? What other games have you been playing? Um, really, the only other thing I've been playing um, is when I don't have access to the PS4 is uh, Uncharted Golden Abyss. All right, okay, is that the Vita? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was all right, that. Was yeah, okay. I mean, it's quite impressive what they've managed to get on there. I mean, I've, that's kind of really uh, the only reason I'm playing it is because it's been on my Vita for ages, and I've got a 64-gig card in my Vita, and it's already full, and I need to save some sp- um, space. So I'm trying to play it through stuff like, to get rid of them. What was funny about that game, though, obviously it was one of the launch... Was it a launch title yeah. for the Vita? It was very early, weren't it? It was like they went, right, every feature, the the console's got you to use it for something in the game yeah and that's all, that's kind of what all they did. early vita you can really tell an early vita title by yeah just all of the just constantly crowbarring in all of the vita features that it, was, it was. Does, doesn't really work and it'd be better without it you need to do like a charcoal rubbing on this so use your finger on the screen to do it <laughs> or it's just things like you've got to machete down some like um reeds and for some reason, you've got to like draw a stupid shape on the screen rather than just pressing a button like you do for shooting a gun. Yeah, I mean there was some cool. There was something that you did with a candle that was really cool, or with a light. No, that was it. You held the camera up to a light in, oh, in yeah. the room. And then it, that's cool. I really like that. For that's cool. Yeah, it's Man, cool I, in, in, until you're in a room with not very bright lights and you. Need to no, I had that issue as well. I was playing in bed. Yeah. So yeah, any anything else? Not really. Just um, I've nipped in a couple of times to play Destiny. Right, very good. That's very good. about. Well, I've got to say, right on my desk, taking up a freaking shit ton of room, right, is a flight stick and a throttle. Right. You got it. Here it comes. This Here's thing is seriously. This thing is huge. It's just it's huge, huge, right? It's huge, yes. How much did you pay for this stick? Uh, 30 quid. Uh-huh. 30 quid. And I've got to say, I'm well impressed. It is a What's solid... What's the name piece. of the flight stick? What is it? What's it called? <laughs> it's called a Thrustmaster. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't see the... It's called a Thrustmaster. Okay. Um, I saw it, yeah. mate. I was just waiting for that. <laughs> but anyway, right, okay... <laughs> So I got this stick and I'm thinking, well, I've, I've pre-ordered the game, but it isn't coming till the 16th of December. So I'm like, well, I'm going to have to wait a while before I play it. No, no, I'm not going to have to wait, right? Because, because I got an email the very same day as this arrived telling me that I could do the demo stuff, you know, like the sort of practicing the, you know, like shooting and shit, right? <laughs> so I was like, yes. So, um, yeah, so you... So people who have pre-ordered the game, they've opened up the training module within the game so you can play it now. Training. And, yeah. Oh, there it is. Look at that waggly stick on the telly. Oh, look at that beauty. Anyway, 
So yeah, so I've actually been playing Elite Dangerous, but albeit very a small chunk. So basically, the, the sort of you're in like a rings around Saturn with loads of asteroids and stuff, and it's just like a demo. So it, it it allows you to sort of practice all the different battling and stuff. It does not hold any hands at all. So there is no hand holding in this game at all. It it doesn't even tell you what the stuff does. So I had to, what I had to do was go online and find actually a flight stick and throttle layout to find out what all the buttons did. And I'm not kidding you, there are a lot of buttons on this thing. I mean, there are like 12 buttons or something, right? And every single one does something. So every button does something in your ship. Um, but the thing is, right, it looks lovely. It does look good. It does look good. It's running on my PC on high settings on 1080p. Averaging about 50, 60 frames a second, so not a not an issue at all, right? No issues. Uh, and it's cool. It just is so cool, right? But I can't help thinking, and like back to sitting in, you know, Eurogamer with that Oculus, you know, on my head, and, yeah, like being... It's like to just point out people, people in the chat are saying, Hugh is playing with his large stick while flying around the rings of Saturn. It's true, it's true, right? <laughs> now, whilst I was playing it, whilst I was playing it, Millie came in, she's like, what's that? I'm like, oh, it's Elite Dangerous. She's like, can I have a go? Oh, yeah. So I was like, oh, okay then. So she sat down with Flystick, no problem. She was, she got her into it straight away, you know, like wingling it around and sort of going in the right direction, right? And then I said, what are you doing, right? Because obviously it gives you a sort of mission. So the first mission is you've got to hit like these toxic barrels so it just like to to learn how to target stuff in the game and it gives you a little few prompts you know it tells you what buttons do what to do it to target it and then to shoot it and all that stuff and i'm like oh you've got to shoot the barrels i don't want to do that i'm like well, what are you gonna do i want to go to that star there and i'm like well you, you can't go to the star because it's like it's just this little bit of the game why not i want to go there I'm like, well, you can't. So she said... Hey, you the, mean to say the, your daughter is stubborn? I never would have guessed it. I know, I know. Because the, the future of games. You, no, you can't go explore. You've got to shoot exactly. barrels. Exactly. So she she sort of set off towards the star and, yeah, didn't really get very far. But what was cool, though, it let her sort of go... That you can't get what you want and everything's miserable and if you reach for something, you can't get it because ultimately everything's fucked. Kids, you tried and you failed. The lesson oh. here is never try. It's cool, though, right? And this is what, what makes this game so cool, right? There's loads of little touches, right? She, she got so far away um, that when you turn the ship around to look back at the, the rings around this planet you were on, it, it looked like proper rings around Saturn, you know, like obviously from, from a distance it looked totally different and she'd gone a hell of a long way because she just left it going in that direction. Um, and then and then the, uh, the the ship started to overheat, so, so it was overheating, right? And then the, the window started cracking and there was all these sparks and smoke flying everywhere and then the vents set on fire, so there was fire shooting out of the vents in the cockpit and I'm like, this does not look good. Millie, I think you've done something wrong, right? And you could see it, right? It's got this temperature gauge telling you how hot it's getting. Uh, and then it just blew up. So she, she blew the ship up. And, and, then, and then when it blew up, there was a little bit of text that said, uh, uh, you've managed to get yourself killed without even shooting another enemy ship. Well done, you, you rookie. <laughs> so it was kind of funny. It took the piss out of you for, for dying without another ship in sight. But, 
But the only thing I would say, right, and I only played it, I, I did have a go afterwards and, and sort of shot the barrels and I shot some ships down and practiced sort of combat and locking on and all that sort of stuff. Um, and it's got a huge learning curve. I mean, this game is going to take a lot of getting used to. But what I will say is my my hand was aching after playing for half an hour. You know, like on the flight stick. Bottom, and my hand after after rubbing that flight stick up and down for half an hour. There we go, there we go. My hand was aching. Um, so I don't know. I don't know whether like long sessions are gonna you know hurt your hand. <laughs> know but overall it uh it's good i'm impressed and i'm i'm really looking forward to the 16th of december when actually like i said to millie you will be able to go to those stars you know and you will be able to explore all those like dots of light that you can see in the distance yeah because that's really what you want in a game is like a big open environment you can explore all the different places now you look at a mountaintop and you go i want to go to the top of that mountain and you can yeah. That's what you want to do. Yeah. Really. Whereas in this, uh, can, in this game, yeah, in this game, you can, you know, look at that distant star and go, "I want to go there," and you can. To be fair, at certain points, you reach invisible walls and then you can't get past them. But apparently not in this game. It's huge. Oh, really. stop! Yeah, but there's going to be an invisible wall to the universe. You can't go on forever. I don't know. It says about twenty at the end. Ah, <laughs> I see what <laughs> Douglas Adams. What? What? There's a lot of stars anyway to explore. So. Uh, <laughs> I really hope for your sake that this actually does all work on launch. Oh, I think it will. I mean, this thing's but been... But never so been wrong about a game. He's excited. been testing this for ages, so I don't, I don't see why it shouldn't. Yeah, but it was only recently they had to drop the single-player mode, wasn't it? Yeah, they didn't drop that. It's just DRM. They didn't drop it. He could have easily done it, but he was like, nah, we want people to be connected when they're playing this game. There's still a single-player mode. It's just that you have to be connected online when you play it. Like SimCity. Yeah, so people and that, will complain. And that worked flawless. Yeah, exactly. yeah, so people were whinging because they were going, I don't want to be online. But you don't mind because you're a slave to the man. I don't care. Who cares? Tool. <laughs> Doesn't even matter. <laughs> but yeah, it's good. It's very good. So yeah, I'm very excited. <laughs> do you know? Do you know what's cool about this game? Right? What's cool? When when I got Mass Effect, right? I expected an open world being able to explore the universe type thing and you couldn't do that really it was all a load of bollocks right yeah. whereas in this case you can do that so yeah that's why I'm excited I'm excited for it um, so yeah loving that loving that uh, Crossy Road has anyone played this game nope oh my god don't dude well don't. it's it's like Frogger crossed with Flappy Bird basically <sighs> Stuart, I love how you give me crap for the kinds of games I play, and then you talk about Frogger plus Flappy Bird. It's, it, that's kind of what it is. That's kind of what it is. Um, but it is addictive. It is addictive. You you spend a lot of time playing it. I mean, instant restart, cross the roads. Um, what I kind of like about hey, it is this on the iOS. It is I'm getting it right now, and it's free. Um, What's kind of it is it's kind of all procedurally generated, so every time you start the game again, it's all totally different to the last time. So you can't learn anything. What's it called? Crossy Road? Crossy Road, yes. Crossy Road. It's quite good. I like it. And it's a good free game because there's no adverts, and the only way they make money is by... It's, it's basically character skins. Made by a company so called Hipster Whale. 
Yeah, they, they sell character skins, so there's no um, there's no adverts and there's no other sort of incentive to spend any money on it. So that's quite good. It's got leaderboards, of course, which are always great. Um, so yeah, uh, the only other game I'm going to talk about there is another one, but I'm gonna I want to play a bit more of it before I talk about that. But um, yeah, you know the keys to Kyrat uh, thing. Nope. So basically, if you buy Far Cry 4, you get, I think it's 12, is it 12? 12 keys to Kyrat, and you can basically give them to friends, and then they can play co-op with you for two hours. Uh-huh. Um, so basically, Feng Chui sent me one of these, and we were both off work on the same day, and we ba- I basically played two hours of Far Cry 4 in co-op. Sweet. And it's, it's good. It's very good. What? It's very good. It's... I mean, sort of Feng Chui's opinion, who's been playing loads and loads and loads of it, is that it's a better world to explore, and the game plays a lot better than 3. He thinks it's a lot more refined and a lot better than 3. But he enjoyed the story and the stuff that was going on in 3 better than he is doing in 4. So I'm guessing this is kind of your kind of game, Duke more so than three because in this game it's more about just doing random stuff wherever you like biggest problem with you're talking about far cry right yeah just want to make sure um the biggest problem with three was the idiotic story and the i basically kind of a racist structure to the you know this savage jungle it's like uh, i'm going into the heart of darkness and it's like give me a break that's not why people like these games. Now, to be fair, they did the same thing with Far Cry 2, so it's not anything new. In fact, the whole basis of the game really is we're away from civilization. Let's see who the really uncivilized people are. Oh, my God. And I think that the last achievement was called The Heart of Darkness. Yeah, exactly. It was. It was. Um, well, with this one, aren't you returning back to this? This is supposedly your home country, I think. I don't know. I'm, I've only played the co-op, so I know nothing about the story. Nah. I mean, to be fair, so I know I, you know you don't have to really pay attention to the story in these games anyway. So, I, but I did ride an elephant, Ooh. and that was cool. An elephant, elephants are cool. Um, if you if you attack enemies with an elephant, they'll pick them up with a trunk and slam them against the floor and stuff. Sweet. It's so good. Honestly, I didn't realize riding an elephant would be just so cool, but it just is. I played, I played this at um, EGX, remember? And uh, I did all that. You did. So, yeah, it's fun. It is fun, and and it's just such a genius thing to to put in the game. It's just so fun. But it, this game is also very very hard. Uh, you get killed a lot when you first start <laughs> playing. That's true it. about you get killed. Yeah, I got killed. I got killed loads. Um, and what do you do? What do you do in this game? You know, like when you take over a base. We we took over a base like camp and what encampment, and then we'd literally walked about. I don't know how base was everybody like. No. They're all wearing fetching red trousers from the looks of it. They are. Uh, and then we walked about half what I'm wearing. <laughs> we walked about half a mile away, and then um, yeah, they, they started trying to take it back again. So like loads of rebel soldiers turned up and were trying to recapture the base, and you have to go and defend it again. So that was that was kind of interesting. But they've also got fortresses, which are quite interesting. Mm. So they've got these fortresses, which are even harder than the bases. And uh, what was cool, we were playing together and we both had silent, um, like silent sniper rifles. Yeah. So we basically, and it's on the stream, we streamed it. So if you want to, if you want to actually have a look at all this, it's on the stream. Uh, and basically yeah. we, we sort of, there's a, a stream. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's, um, 
there's like a secret way into the into the fortresses it's not as straightforward as just going through the door you can blow the doors off so you can kind of do it that way uh, but yeah, you better try but you kind of better finding the the entrance and the usually oh, like the, the one it's not hard you big noob yeah whatever um and the one we the one we were were sort of going in it was like you had to repel up a rock face to get into the base so that's what we kind of did and uh, anyway, once it, what was cool though is we basically took out every soldier in in the fortress just using the sniper rifles. Without uh, and and what uh, Feng Chui was was very good at doing was spotting where all the you know all the alarm triggers were. Yeah. You know when they when trigger alarm for enfor- reinforcements and he he basically just took all of those out with the sniper rifle. He it just sort of shot them all out. Yeah. 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 But that was I remember the first time I I mean that's the best part of Far Cry 3 of course which is why they made an option at the end of the game when you can just reset them and then you do those all again. But um I remember the first uh stronghold I reached where they had two of those alarm boxes and I knocked out the first one I was like, "Oh yeah, this is it." And I started killing the people and suddenly I was like, "No, I shot that thing. Oh, there's two of them." Yeah. But it's good. And it's, it looks, I mean, it looked gorgeous. Eh? It, it does look absolutely lovely. You know, it's a beautiful, beautiful place. Um, but it's good. It's good. I can definitely recommend it. I'm, I am tempted, but I just know that I'd play it for about six or seven hours and then I probably wouldn't touch it again for ages. So I'm not going to waste any money on it. But I, I did. my two hours that I played in court were great. And the microcopter is brilliant. Is that like a drone? No, you, you get in it. It's a single-seater helicopter. Ooh. And it's just, now, are you constantly uh, being eaten by alligators in this game? No, you oh freaking hell! You get constantly eaten by everything in this game. Uh-huh. Um, I I got attacked twice by an eagle, uh, and that wasn't nice. Bite like an eagle. So eagles, uh, even that like there's like cows with horns that look very placid, and then you walk past them, and the next thing you know, they're ramming you in the back and goring you and killing you. Yeah. So I got killed by like cows twice, but, and, but you're and I just kept taking. I have there, and I kept taking the piss as well because if you skin an animal, he just puts a hunk of meat in his bag, and like that's not a skin. It's all that about. Mm. Um, but the other thing you can do in this, and I don't know whether you could do this in Far Cry Three, but you can put animal meat in the encampment, and it attracts all the wild animals in, and they just take everybody out. So that was kind of funny. So you can do that as well. So there's, I think there's a little bit more creativeness in killing people. <laughs> I would also describe it as more creativity, but you know that creativeness is good too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there you go. Uh, what about you, Duke? Oh, it's finally playing? time for me. It is finally I've time for you. For like ten years. This is. Crazy. I know. Now we've not even got any time for news this week. There's not going to be any news. Here's what no I'm going to say at the start, and I'm not doing this to be pedantic. I just need to clear the air here. Stu's got this thing in his head about I'm only ever playing old games, and I know I play Skyrim a lot, and I play Dota 2 a lot, and I play you know Minecraft. And okay, granted, those are old games. Fair enough. But, for the record, I'm about to talk about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games. And one, two, three, four, five of them came out this year. One, okay, okay, five, no, no, no. October, no. September, and June. Pow. Let me clarify, though. Let me clarify. Go ahead. More mainstream games. Oh, the most okay. new that's games play are That's completely not something you're allowed to criticize people for, Stuart. <laughs> you're always talking about weird and shit games where you, you it's like uh, 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 it's like Frogger mixed with whatever, and like, uh, and then there's this Japanese thing, and it's self and you just want from You like Proteus. You're not allowed to complain about people who don't like enough. Main-
mainstream games when you love Proteus? What is wrong with you? I am so glad the Duchess is not home right now. (laughs) Yeah, but I play that and other stuff. I don't just play those, though. It's only since you stopped playing, like, um, mainstream games that he suddenly started liking them again. Yeah, I know, right? Like, we have one love of mainstream games between us. And, by the way, Stuart, I play Call of Duty, like, every day. You don't get more mainstream. Yeah, but how old is that? Make a decision. Are you mad about mainstream games? For God's sake. Are you on drugs? Uh, before, before, anyway, somebody asked in the in the, in the chat uh, a while ago, <laughs> Stu, did you manage to finish South Park? Yes, I lo- Oh, Duke or me? No, you. No, yes, because it's linear. It's fairly linear, South Park. Yeah, I loved it. It's <laughs> great. Stu's answer for the record to that question is no, yes. No, yes. Yeah, no, I finished it. Yeah, I loved it. It's in my game of the year category, that is. No, I love that game. Yes. Oh, cool. It's All a right. sound yes. All right. Anyway, what have I been playing? Good question. I'm glad you asked. Yeah, what have you been playing, yeah. Drew? Uh, first of all, I've been playing a lot of Dota 2 because, I, I, you know, I mentioned last week that I'd played that new MOBA trove or tome or whatever the hell it was called, and it didn't satisfy me. And I was like, you know what did satisfy me? Dota 2. And I went back to it. And I'm like, that's why I love this game. And I've been playing a lot of it, and I've been winning a lot. And it's like, not only have I been winning, but I've been our teams have been winning partly because I've been really doing a good job. And it's so satisfying to be like, yes, I got that sniper dead. And anybody who's played Dota 2 knows killing the sniper is so satisfying. So, anyway. I won't talk about it because I know Stu doesn't like the fact that it's either not mainstream enough or not recent enough. So let me move on. Hey, by the way, though, I've noticed you played a hell of a lot. Is it about 70-odd hours or something like God, I bet you he's played a lot of that game. Of what, Dota? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've played a lot of that stuff. That's nothing for, compared to a lot of the Dota players. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, it probably isn't. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I've decided I'm done with Shane. Like, I'm, yeah. it's just not worth it. I, I realized that I wasn't having fun with it, and the puzzles got really technical and boring i mentioned before that you know it came down to like can you put the lantern in exactly the right spot so that it lifts this lever but not that lever and it just it ultimately became a thing of like it just felt like bookkeeping or something it was just not worth it and i just said you know what i'm done with this so it's sad because like i have said in the past it's a really well done game it's very well polished but it just it lost its fun factor and when a game loses its fun factor you're done yeah, no, it's true. Speaking of very sad disappointments, I tried Vanishing of Ethan Carter. I was really excited about it. I got ready to, you know, because Stu's always talking about this game, and, and I, I downloaded it, and it was on sale for like 10 bucks. so I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And um, I downloaded it, and I started it up, and I put it on low settings, and then it crashed. And I was like, no, come on, don't crash on me. So I put it on the lowest settings, turned off all the shadows, turned off all the everything, and I was all set to give it another try, and then it crashed again. So I've decided that it just won't run on my machine. Have you seen the graphics in this game, Jude? I've played it for like an hour. Oh, it worked. It did work for an hour. I posted two screenshots on Steam. So what the hell happened then? Why did it crash then? Why did it crash? Because it's... I thought you meant you didn't get to play it at all. No, I I did get to play it for an hour. I'm like, it's, you know, it's very intriguing. It really hooked me and got me in, but I just, you know... I'm glad I got to a point... I'm glad I didn't get too far in, because I could totally see it being a thing where... I got really, really into it, and then I lost it, and I'd be like, you know, the next day I'd be at the computer store, like, I gotta get a better computer, come on! But, as it is, 
Um, this will be in my file of games I will get to enjoy when I finally get a decent gaming PC. So. Yeah, you need to. It's so good. Um, did you did you actually solve any puzzles? Did you solve any of the scenarios? Really? I mean, a little bit. I guess you know, there's this thing at the beginning where you have to put you have to find certain things, and then you can clarify a vision or something. So I yeah. did that, um, but that's as far as I got. So. Oh, so good. it looks cool. It I will good. definitely be coming back to it. So you know, cool stuff, but not for me, unfortunately. Um, but I did play and get to work a game called Try T R I of Friendship and Madness. So Chin, you should pull this up because it's hard to explain, and it'll be easier for people to understand how it works if you see it on. What the was street. it called again? Try T R I. It's called T R I of Friendship and Madness, but T R I should get you the game. Um, so the. Game is okay. It's first of all, it's a real. Fumu suggested this to me, and thank you, Fumu, for the suggestion because I do like it. the The visual style and the um, the way the game feels has a lot to do with like cloudiness, but also this very heavy like Japanese influence. So you're you're talking to this person in a kind of a clown suit with a mask on, and the, the mask looks kind of like a cross between V for Vendetta and like a homicidal clown. So and I, I suppose V kind of is, is a homicidal clown. But anyway, um, it's interesting because the real intriguing piece of this game is you get this device that allows you to make bridges out of nothing by drawing triangles. So um, you will be sort of facing a chasm, and what you have to do is you have to draw a triangle, and then when you do, it creates a triangular bridge across the chasm, or whatever it is. So it's an interesting game. It's it's a puzzle game, mostly, but it's first-person, and it has some first-person platforming, which, as we all know, is kind of annoying, but the triangle drawing mechanism works very well, and... You know, it's the type of thing, sort of portal-ish, whereby you think, like, there's no way I can do this. And then you realize, oh, wait, I just have to draw things in a certain way. And then you can achieve things because it requires you to use your brain in a different way, kind of like Portal does. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And, like I said, the, the, the feel of it, the look of it is very, um, I don't know, it's got this weird aesthetic where it combines sort of like a Japanese eth- uh, 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 aesthetic with, you know, kind of like a weird puzzle world. It kind of abstract, but uh, it works. It's good. It's just bizarre, and it's it kind of takes some getting used to. So, uh, yeah, you can see that person on the stream is drawing the triangles, and then looks whatever. like a more colorful version of Antichamber. Yeah, it kind of is, except instead of wandering around doing nothing, you have to like get to different levels and. You know, there's a story, and I found it much more intriguing than an antichamber. I, I mean, antichamber is an interesting concept, but it just felt like we're just going to have a whole bunch of weird stuff going on here. Whereas this game is designed to be like escape from this building or whatever it is. So, yeah. Um, the other game I've been playing most of all is uh, The Long Dark. Now, Stu, I think you've talked about this game before. Haven't you? I have. Do you know? I so nearly got it. I was so nearly got it because it was quite cheap in the sale as well, wasn't it? I was like, oh, so close. Um, I think it got down to like ten dollars. It's usually like twenty. Yeah. But I nearly got it. So here's the thing: Daisy is uh, called Daisy because it's got zombies, right? Well, The yep. Long Dark should be called Day W. Right, because instead of, it's a big open apocalyptic wasteland, 
and there's zombies in DayZ, right? Well, The Long Dark is a big, open, apocalyptic wasteland, but there's wolves. And just as with DayZ, with the zombies, if you see a wolf, you better hope you get away from it, because once it gets to you, you're done. And you can fight, just like in DayZ, but your fighting's not going to do you any good. And it's all about survival, and um, you need to stay warm. That's the other twist, because in DayZ, you're only worried about, what, health, hunger, and thirst. Well, in this game, you have to worry about health, hunger, and thirst, and your coldness level. So you're in northern Canada, and you have to forage for wood. You have to get starter, you know, the tinder to start a fire, and then you have to find a place to start a fire. Because you can do it outside, but it often won't help you very much. So if you can find a little house or a, a ice fishing shack then you're good. But then sometimes the ice will break underneath you. Now, I haven't had that happen to me, but I have had situations where I've tried to gather wood and then it's like you faded into the long dark because you froze to death or whatever it is. So, Yeah, I mean, there is, isn't there meant to be a story? Because you're meant to be like, are you not like a Firewatch officer? Well, or I think weird? there's a story coming, but it's early access, so the story's right, okay. right now. So, um, yeah, it's just sandbox at the moment, which... I mean, it's good enough to play, though. I, I wouldn't give this 100%. Like, it's it's a lot like DayZ, and the reason I didn't stick with DayZ is because I didn't feel like I had much control over my environment. And that's when I found Rust for the first time, and as you all know, I went nuts with Rust because you could chop down trees, you could build stuff out of the trees, you could make weapons, and this game doesn't have any of that stuff, which is a little disappointing, um, especially when it comes to the wolves, because if you have a hunting knife, you can maybe sort of defend yourself. I I had probably like six instances where I was attacked by wolves and in five of them I died instantly because the wolf killed me. And I felt like, you you know, there's this thing where you sort of tap the left mouse button in order to charge up your attack and then right mouse button to actually attack the wolf. And it's over in like four seconds, so you have to do it very quickly. And I felt like I did the same thing with every wolf attack, but the one time I got away, something happened and I managed to escape. So I don't know. But... When it does, you're still at like 30% health, and so you have to get to a safe place and then warm up and eat food and rest and all that. So it takes a long time to get well again. And you, meanwhile, can you other need people food. can, can other people jump into the game, or is nope, it just on your own? So far as I know, right now, it's just a matter of you against the elements. Yeah, and I think that's the right way for this game to be because that's what it's all about, surviving the elements, not yeah. surviving against other players. But, you know, when it comes to, like, the wolves, for instance, like, it just makes sense that you should be able to get a stick, and especially if you have a hunting knife, sharpen the stick. Like, that would do much more to help you against the wolves, right? Or make a trap. Like, that's the thing is I feel like you don't have a lot of ways to interact with the environment. It's just about running around hoping you'll find some supplies. And that's fine as far as it goes. It's just I, I, I would get so much more into it if, like in Rust, you had ways to make a couple of more weapons, a couple you – know, you make a little shelter. That would be really good. Now, but there are buildings in the – there's buildings though, isn't there? There are some. I mean, but it's, you know, it's kind of like with DayZ. Like the buildings are few and far between and there's a lot of running in the meantime. So, you know, it, it, it can, it's only so much fun to be just running, 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 you know – Drink some water, run, 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 find a building, go in there, get the three things that are in that building, and then start running to the next building. Can you not make that your base, though? You can, but then the question is, well, what are you going to go out and get? Because there's not a lot of food around you, so you have to go to find other buildings in order to get food. And eventually you can – I think there's a rifle in the game. I've never found it, but if you find the rifle, you can shoot deer, and – 
that's fine, but that's it feels like you know you re- and it's roguelike. You die, you're done. So you know if if I found the rifle, that would be great. But in the meantime, it's just running from one building to the next to try to find some food. Cool. It does look cool. It is cool. I just feel like it's not where it ought to be, and I'm you know that's partly because it's early access. So maybe it will incorporate more weapons and things like that. But do, I just do, felt like. Um, some- Someone's asked, have you tried the forest? Dan, Harley Dan has asked. I haven't tried, tried the forest. forest, no. And I've heard good things about that in terms of having more of that control over your environment. The the thing that I'm nervous about with the forest is that there's so much of the horror element and there's like a lot of monsters trying to get you. Now, that said, the fact that you have more control over things means that maybe the monsters aren't so much of a big deal because you can kill them more easily. So I but I've they've, they've, the forest um, at some point. I'm expecting to like it, but. And they've also added co-op to it now, so there's two-player co-op in the forest. Yeah, that could be pretty funky. I must say I'm not happy about the kind of sexualized violence in the little steam image for the forest, but whatever. That's I'm not trying to get off on a rant here. Anyway, uh, one more game that I played that's new, and then I have a code to give away. Ooh, oh, oh, oh. Um, oh, yeah. So another game that was on sale recently for very cheap was called Magicite, or Magicite. I don't know how you pronounce it, but it's a 2D... Terraria type game, except the twist for Magic Sight is that it's a roguelike. So the games are very short. And I don't think this is the type of game that works well as a roguelike, to be honest. I haven't played a lot of it, but I played a little bit. And when I played it, all I kept thinking was I would much rather be playing either Terraria or Starbound. And so, you know, I played it a little bit. And, you know, I played like six or seven playthroughs. And like I said, they're very short, so it didn't take me long to do those. And I'll probably go back to it and give it another try because it does have a certain charm. But it's not, you know, I just don't think that that sort of thing works on uh, crafting games. 2D crafting plus roguelike equals meh. I was like, "Eh, I don't know. But um, it it made me think. Magic. With I-T-E at the end. M-A-G-I-C-I-T-E. So, um, yeah, it made me think, like, oh, I'd rather be playing Terraria or Starbound. And then I realized I'd never given Terraria as much of a chance as I feel like I should, because everybody loves that game. So I went back to Terraria for a little bit, and, you know, the thing that... This is going to sound dumb as a complaint about Terraria, but it's true. You're working with small little parts of the screen. And that's kind of frustrating because it requires a level of precision that I'm just not quite at. And Starbound works with bigger chunks of the screen. So I went to Starbound instead and, uh, yeah, I had good fun with it. And then I realized, you know what? I might as well be playing the 3D version of this. So I went back to some more Minecraft. Oh, yeah, baby. There you go. And you were happy at last. I was happy with Minecraft. I was happy with Starbound, too, but a lot of it is just like, I gotta find ore, just digging, digging, digging forever, and Minecraft is a little more plentiful. So, yeah, I went back to new, uh, new creations, new beginnings, I guess it's called. Rob, you remember that place? Um, oh, yeah. Boss yeah, Wave Borough? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, well, I went back there again, and I realized I had made a clearing for a house, but I had never actually built a house. So I have now built the house, and I went back to the Veteran Gamers server, or the VG Hub server, I should say. And, uh, yeah, I did some more stuff with that, and, um, yeah, it's been pretty cool. So I don't know if people want to come back. And I didn't realize this. Rob, I don't know if you saw on the VG Hub server, uh, there is some people made, like, a Mario up in the sky, 
and then one of the ghosts from Pac-Man and some of the creatures from Space Invaders. And I was just like, wow, that's so cool. I have no idea who made those. Oh, where, whereabouts are they? They're at the spawn in the VG Hub server. Okay. So, yeah. And the, the little um, Space Invaders dudes are sort of on the way to the East Village. So people should check that out. If you got Minecraft for the PC, come on back. Anyway, let's talk about this code. Actually, I should just give it away in the uh, chat, shouldn't I? That would be a good way to reward. Yeah, I think you should just do okay, it. Okay, so here's what it is. Um, there was a humble weekly bundle sale for tables on Pinball FX2. And I was like, well, snap. You know, you pay a couple of bucks and you get all these different tables. And they had a minimum. If you paid $6, you got like 10 extra tables. So I was like, well, snap. I'd be dumb not to do that. So I got a whole bunch of new tables for Pinball FX, too. And I think it was – isn't it Seth on Boss Wave who's really into that? Are you into this, uh, Rob? Um, Seth isn't. I did actually buy this Humble Bundle. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Rock I on. might be able to give away the same link that you're about to give away. Yeah, because they give you the base game as well, which I have had for a long time. So I don't need the base game. So – yeah, but isn't the base game free? Is it? Yeah. Oh. Something like that. <laughs> well, never mind then. But I think The base game's free. You just pay for the tables. I think this comes with one table. so Yeah, it comes with the oh, Civil War table, which I oh, didn't yeah, have. Oh, yeah, it does Okay, so I'll give this away. I'll tell you what. Someone in the chat, um, I don't know. What should I do? I'm thinking of a number between 1 and 50. And whoever gets closest to it will win this code for Pinball FX2. So one guess per person. What, what platform is it on for Steam? PC. It's on the PC. It's on the PC. All right, calm down. <laughs> God. <laughs> you know he hasn't got anything else. He doesn't have anything else. He doesn't buy games on hardly anything yes. else anymore. So the people know I'm not cheating. I'm putting it in our game, our uh, veteran gamers chat in Skype. So there's the number in Skype. And then people in the chat, you want to put what the, uh, what's it is? What you think the number is between... Oh, my God! Hardly Dan got it right away, like, perfect. Jeez. Oh, there you go. Crap. <laughs> Job done. <laughs> Look at all them numbers, man. That's, that's I, I, crazy, Hardly Dan. That's, like, eerie. He read your mind. Are you I in got, my house or something? What the heck? I got, I got the um, Star Wars Balance of the Force pack that, I, for some reason, yeah. I already had it. It was oh. the only thing in that, kit, that, that lot that I didn't already have, so... I can give that out as well. Yeah, shall we do the number thing again? So, Rob, you need to pick up a number this time. Pick a number. Okay. Uh, what, what's it between, just to give people put it, put it in a Skype. Put it in our Skype chat so we know. In the Skype. Yeah, I'm trying to load that up. Know. Let me know what you've done. You've got to ruin everything, did not you? I'm sending you that message. There you go. Between one and three. All right, okay. All right, so somebody. What, what's this for? It's for the uh, Star Wars pack. So this is Star Wars games. Star Wars Pinball pack. FX2 Star set, Wars pack. Balance of the Force pack. Pop, pop, pop. Okay, the numbers are coming in again. So what number for this one? Number one. Number... Whoa, Patch Gamer has got it. Patch Gamer has got it. Now, to be fair, he's just throwing up he a whole bunch in of every numbers. number. I know. He yeah, is well, to get it eventually. But got that time he did get it early on, so. It did, it did. So, Badge Gamer, you've got you got yourself a code there. So Still we'll, going. Yeah, we'll figure out. I'll tell you what, Patch Gamer, if you email, because you've got it already. You stop, can just, stop you can just message him or her on yeah. Yeah. Twitch. Just, Rob, yeah. message him on Twitch. Just do that. 
Uh, message him. Send it that way. Just make him stop. Just make him stop. Put his numbers up. Or her. Um, That's what I've been playing. So there you go. Well, time for some news. We ain't got no time for news. We ain't got no time for news. We ain't got no time for news. Hello. Good evening and welcome to the middle of the film. Do you know, I, I like, I don't even know why I bothered putting news in the show notes anymore. We never do news hardly at all these days anyway. Do we? Anyway, we have got some emails, so we need to get some emails out of the way. Hey, look, this is what it's done. Talk it up with a clip. Go ahead, talk over it. That ruled. My section, Stu is slowly fading away. I mean, it's just like, oh, no, no, just chitty. Oh, no, we don't do that. Uh, well, I can't help that we talk about just games for the last two hours. It's and just what we did. All that research People you do as well, Chitty. Say again? I know. All that research you do on it as well. I know. Spend all those hours, bloody... All those, all those hours, I practice all those accents. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All those accents that Ginny practices just for that little bit. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Patch Gamer, nice to have you in the chat. I've not seen Patch Gamer before, so that's cool. Apparently, Patch I'm a girl. So, well, well Patch Gamer is a girl. There you go. There you go. There you go. Um, right, emails. Just me. Just me. Emails. Right, here we go. The first one is called "Don't Hate on the Feldman." What? Well, you're hating on the Feldman last week, weren't you? Remember last week I said oh, he's yeah. gone. Yeah, do you nuts. remember last week? Anyway. Uh, this is from Jerry Torres, and he says, Hello, gents. Hello. This be love back again. Uh, it's been a long while since I either posted on the forums or sent an email in. If memory serves me right, I bagged on Duke a bit for his sound bites. Had to email in this show because reasons. Have to say this. Wow. The last show was absolutely ridiculous. Thank you, Chini, for demolishing any nostalgia I had for any of those movies. Leave the kids' stars alone. Uh, got to admit, it was pretty awesome. I am very happy to see that the show is still going on. You guys, Duke especially, have been blowing my speakers up on my early morning commute to work. Yeah, right, yeah. done that again this episode. After you went on that bad <laughs> yeah, right. All right. Oh yeah. Uh, much thanks for the laughs and the awesome speak peaks. Oh, sneak peeks. Sorry, into the games being released. You, your revolve review has got me extremely excited for it. Chinny, you're just awesome, man. And Duke, you make me miss Skyrim. Is he leaving me out? Yeah, well, he doesn't know you, does he? (laughs) Anyway, great job, guys. He might know you. He might listen to the boss wave. Uh, Great job, guys. Uh, Beloved yo. P.S. Beloved yo is, in fact, my Xbox gamertag, so hit me up. Bam. Bam. There you go. It's good. It's good. We like it. We like it. Uh, Next one is from Derek Sainz, and he says, No laughing matter, surely. Uh, Hola, tres amigos. (laughs) Uh, yeah, a bit of Spanish, a bit of Spanish, we like that. It's always good to have another language, isn't it? Uh, having rewatched the films Hot Shots, Airplane, and The Naked Gun over the last week, I got to thinking about comedy in video games. Beautiful. I came, I came to the conclusion that the laugh-out-loud moments are sadly lacking in games these days. There are exceptions, of course, like Deadly Premonition. Only joking, <laughs> Stu. Yeah, you better be joking, I'll tell you what. Yeah. How dare he say such a thing? Um, The Super Mario games are constantly trying to keep you amused, especially the 3D world games for Super Mario 64 to the present day. I assume that just for one reason, Chini chose Super Mario 64 for his recent 24-hour gaming marathon. Is that true? 
What? Was that a reason that it's that it's, a, it's amusing funny. or funny? It's not funny. Yeah, I'm just saying. Um, I suppose it's unrealistic to keep you chuckling all the time considering the length of many video games. Even Duke, in his latest didactic syncast, was evangelising the merits of positive video game stories. Amen to that, brother. Yeah, preach it. Yeah, preach it. Uh, I did laugh at the last week's podcast as Ginny recounted his latest overzealous exploits in Brussels. Uh, I visited Brussels about ten years ago. But the memory of that city is a little hazy due to the consumption of very strong Belgian beers. Uh, can the VG team recommend some games, old or new, that will keep listeners amused over the Christmas period? Also, if you had to recommend your own favourite comedy films, what would they be? Please don't oh, keep I'm... calling me Shirley, but do keep me laughing. Uh, I see what you did there, Shirley. There you go. Yeah. I'm trying to think of so like newer comedy films that, yeah. you know... Uh, 22 Jump Street is quite funny. Yeah, the Jump Streets are very funny, actually. I like those. Those those are good movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 22 Jump Street. 15 years old. Whoa, 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 whoa. Patch Game is 15. That's too young to listen to our show. We swear and everything. No, it's not. Shut the fuck up, dude. People. Oh, yeah, true enough. Um, Uh, So, yeah. uh, The the Jump Streets are good. I, I didn't think that Channing Tatum would be. Funny, but he is funny. He's very funny. Uh, what, what else is new? Like, like any like Will Ferrell movies. Good. Yeah. Uh, That's great. Elf. Elf is one of my favorites. That's a good Christmas movie. Step That's Brothers. Funny. Step Brothers is one of my favorites. I love Step Brothers. I didn't like Step Brothers. Uh, another, That's great. Another great funny movie for Christmas. Bad Santa. I love that film. Yeah. The ref. I haven't is seen my Bad Santa. Oh, you should watch it. It's very funny. It's a bit crude, but it is funny, and it's got a soft center. It's a, it's a nice film. I like did, it. It's a good did, did you tell me all three acts and what happens then, dear? Jesus Christ. Buddy. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, bad Mean Girls, that was good. I've not, yeah, Mean, mean Girls, Girls is great. I've CB4, not seen it yet, but there's... For a good satire about hip-hop, you should check out CB4. It's the best hip-hop satire ever made. There's a film called What We Do in the Shadows that I've not seen yet, but it's um, got Jermaine Clement from Flight of the Concords in. It's nice. supposed to be pretty good. Ooh. You had me at Jermaine from Flight of the Concords. Yeah. Ah, uh, there you go. Um, funny games though. Uh, definitely Monkey Island. That that always makes me that's laugh a, a lot. Even yeah. the yeah, that's a given. Uh, Portal, Portal Two. Portal yeah. Two is probably one of the funniest games I've played. Um, yeah. Portal Two. I'm trying to think what the funny games. What they're, are the really they're funny? funny games? I think we forget how funny GTA can be. Like um, Tara, yeah. Tara was watching a little bit of GTA today, and she thought it was hilarious. And I, I, I suppose we're. Sort of, we're sort of used to nuts, crazy stuff in GTA, but uh, yeah. pratfalls in GTA. When you see my wife likes pratfalls, so there you I go. Thought that's that's funny. Funny. Like, that, that's not, I, yeah, yeah. Like I, the pratfalls in GTA, that's not quite the comedy that they're talking about. That's making your own comedy. Like you know, I, I think what they get in it is like funny writing, like, like Borderlands Two and things like that. Um, I think I think the problem is with most games, the writing is never really that great. And apart from like the few exceptions, like. Portal Two and and Monkey Island, you know. The and problem, the problem, like with yeah. with comedy, is it's timing. It's like you got to have bang on timing. And one of the funniest jokes I have seen in a video game is Portal Two, uh, and and it's the bit where he kills you, and the chapter is called the this bit where he kills you. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, and the the achievement pops up at exactly the right time, and it's just a genius it's moment, true. like just that amazing. Like they they quite... Go ahead. The what? 
the part where Gladys is like making a joke about like, oh, this doesn't seem to be launching you correctly. Let me adjust it for your weight. You seem to have put on a few pounds. Like it's very subtle with that. Good stuff. Good stuff. Paul's probably one of the funniest guys. There's funny yeah, moments Paul in, in so Red Dead Redemption and things like that. that, that you know, yeah, but, Red Dead Redemption has its moments. Yeah. I'm um, trying to think, but you see, there's not many out and out comedy games, is there? I'm trying to think about comedy. It's difficult. Saints Row is for that long, though, isn't it? Yeah. Adam Kyle said condemned. Carry a thing. Condemned. Yeah, that's funny as anything. That's just a blast. It has to be um, jokes that are incorporated. I mean, the reason it works in Portal is because it's jokes incorporated into a good story, right? So you have jokes, but if you know, because we saw with um, what was it, the Naughty Bear? Like that was supposed to be just jokes, but it didn't sustain itself because it's not an interesting game style or story. Uh, Bro Force. That makes me laugh a lot. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And he's not he's not necessarily a comedy game, but it's just funny because of the stuff that happens. Yeah. It's funny. Does, does uh, the, Broken Age. Does the South is, Park game stay funny? All the time? South Park game is hilarious. Yes, of course. I South think, Park, yeah, Park, Park game. Yeah, be a, a, yeah I, I'm planning to get that played over Christmas. To be honest, so so, Park, honestly, the Simpsons games have not done that. The Simpsons games have almost universally been not very funny. So that's a shame because sh- how could I forget South Park? Yeah, that's very funny. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else um, I can't really think of any others that are just the Stanley Parable is supposed to be quite funny isn't it uh, oh, the demo is demo funny. Don't, mention, don't, don't mention the Stanley Parable don't mention Parable, it I love that terrible. game but hated it yeah Stanley Parable that's great as actually, well actually I've, I've got it but I'm not going around to playing well both that and uh, Jazz Punk that's supposed to be quite funny yeah Jazz Punk I didn't like that I couldn't get my head around oh, it I laughed all the way through gone home does machinery qualifiers <laughs> Um, I don't know about funny, but it's got funny things in it. It's just yeah. charming more than anything. I like Machinarium. It just made you. It, it's more whimsical. It just makes yeah. you smile. Right. It's not funny, but it just you just smile whilst you're playing it. Right. You just made uh, Surgeon Simulator. That's funny. Goat Simulator. Yeah, yeah and Goat Simulator is funny as well. Octodad is funny. Octodad. There you go. Another funny yeah. game. Funny games. Was there other questions in that email? I felt like there was. Uh, I don't know now. I've, I've clicked off it because I've been looking at other stuff. Uh, no, I don't think there was. Uh, comedy films and, and it was games and we've covered both of those, I reckon. Yep. Uh, but yeah, if you want a really good funny game to play over Christmas, South Park will keep you busy for a while and it's very, very funny. Who was that email off again? Uh, that was off um, Derek Sainz. Derek Sainz. I was just contemplating um, whether it was worth buying South Park. It's on Steam sale at the moment for 13 quid. Definitely. That is a well worth it. I it's bought it over price. price. PC processing power to run. No regrets. Yeah, yeah, and it looks great. It does look just like playing the cartoon. Um, and the final email this evening is off Jason Gallagher. And he says, game you, game you hard. Yeah. Uh, he said, the games have finally come and the climax is spectacular. Uh, it was very good for me. I'm assuming it was good for you guys too. Finally, Telltale is releasing Game of Thrones Episode 1 on December 2nd. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Also, check out The Dear God on Steam's Early Access the very same day. The Dear God. And that's uh, not as in dear somebody. It's as in a dear animal. D-E-E-R. Yeah, The Dear God. It's like on 30 Rock when and they're sitting down to eat. And he goes, Dear God, thank you for the f- venison we're about to eat. Potato God, thank you for the potatoes we're about to eat. Carrot God, thank you for the carrots we're about to eat. There you go. Right. Um, um, sorry, the Borderlands Telltale game is launched, I guess, right? Is that out now? 
Yeah, that's it's out. Good. It just it's getting came good, out. good reviews. I don't just know. Came... I'm just, I just don't see it. Yeah, I, I thought I was quite surprised at how, how well reviewed it's getting. Yeah. I don't know. I don't get it. I'm I'm with Duke on this. I really don't get it. But I did I did think about it for a minute because I do like Telltale and I do like their games. But I was just like, fucking eh. Rob. I don't about know. the uh, about the game, the Borderlanders, and you were saying like, oh, I think you you said like I was shocked that it was so good, and Seth and Chris was like, why yeah. why it's 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 Telltale. They've done everything good. I was like, no. And you had, your point was. Borderlands isn't really a game where you care about the characters, whereas Game of Thrones and um, whatever shit, other shit they do, uh, you know, Walking Dead, is, is, is it's a story-driven sort of narrative, whereas Borderlands is just like a game where you shoot stuff. So that. Yeah, I, I mean, remember I, that point that you made. I loved, I, I, I really liked um, Borderlands too, and I thought it was genuinely funny and even quite like the story. But yeah, I, I just didn't really see how it fit into the kind of Telltale style thing. Also, when we say that Telltale are really good, it's the last three games have been good. Yeah, the the only reason I could think that they wouldn't be very good is that they're just doing so much stuff at the moment that it's going to get diluted. Yeah, maybe. I mean, the other thing I would point out in terms of Telltale is I was very skeptical about Walking Dead because I never got into that show or the comics or anything, and I was Time just out. not sure that they would be able to create something that good but they did and so that gives me faith in their ability to take anything even borderlands and make it intriguing so mm. yeah beautiful uh he carries on i picked up transistor on ps4 and the banner saga on ios uh, i'll start my list of best games of this year no doubt it will include some titles that you will have never played uh, so unfortunate uh, just a warning here listen or don't when you eat popcorn do not chew on the kernels trust me oh well, yeah question of the week what is the best breed of dog? So, Duke, what is the best breed of dog? I don't think I have a certain breed of dog that I would say is the best. I like lots of different kinds of dogs. You know, Chihuahuas are cute and small, so you can throw them around. Uh, golden Retrievers are loyal and fun. And, um, you know, we had a cockapoo when we were growing up, so that's a cute kind of dog. And I got a that's not a that's just another name for a mongrel, isn't it? Really? Well, pretty much, but whatever. Uh, you know, I got Pitbull now. He's awesome. So there's lots of different breeds and lots of good things about those breeds. So uh, I don't. I uh, choose not to answer. Chini, <laughs> although you kind of did. Chini. <laughs> um, as, as you know, Stu. Uh, hopefully next year I'll be uh, moving, and then uh, we're gonna get a dog. We're Are you gonna get, get a dog? Oh my god, what sort of dog? The name of our dog is going to be. We've already chosen the name, and Duke will appreciate this. Oh, yeah. He's going to be named Bernard. <laughs> um, I do appreciate it, but now I'm supposed to appreciate it. Now, can I ask the you a question? Though? The Nard dog. Oh, the Nard dog. Yes, awesome. Here, wait, I got a sound for you. Hey, what's up? There you go. Yeah. Uh, I have got a question, actually. Um,. Now, you're going to get a proper dog, are you? You're not going to get one of these stupid things you carry in a bag, are you? No, we've got to get a proper dog. Like, it's like a big the, dog, the like a medium-sized, proper, sloppy, gritty-faced yeah, yeah. dog. There's a few factors. Oh, it shut up. Right. There's a few factors. Uh, I can't have a dog with long hair because that'll kill me. Because hair, and I, I'm allergic to sort of things like, like, I have allergic reactions to like dust and long hair. Like, cats, um, I'm, I'm more allergic to. Dogs, I'm all right with, actually. I don't really seem to react too much to dogs um so yeah dog with like sort of shortish hair 
that's not too massive, but not too yappy. Um, however, right, what we're going to do is we're going to go to a pet rescue place, right? There you go. And we just okay, it. It's good, it's good. We're going to go with what, whatever our sort of heart tells us to. We're not going to... we got Tito. We're not going to judge. We're just going to go go for one a dog that looks like it needs a, 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 an owner and looks like a Bernard, and then we're going to go well, for even, it. But, even, even if it's like a bull mastiff that has a mouth like Jaws. Maybe, but but the the, the 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 little tiny dogs that we are partial to. Now, I I don't like little dogs. I, I think they're like... No, you know, no, yeah, no so. it's not a real however, dog, is it? However, I will make an exception for a pug, because I think they're adorable. Yeah, pugs are kind oh, of um, cool, I guess. By the way, this is for Kev Face in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> we, there you go, I'm, lucky. It's good. I'm not really a dog person well I, I, I didn't think i was I, i've never really been that bothered and never really had any pet um, pets or anything like that but um my girlfriend loves dogs and we recently got a french bulldog and huh? that thing's adorable it's ridiculously cute there you go um and that yeah. sort of looks like a pug but with sticking up ears um i'm a i'm a slightly a bit concerned about patch gamer um she's suggesting you get a german shepherd uh, so he can rip your teacher's eyes, throat out, and then let them suffocate on their own blood. Okay, so we don't... <laughs> so we... That's a little bit worrying. Anyway, I'm moving on. Yes. Uh, uh, for me, I, I like spaniels. Okay. Right, because they're, they're just kind of crazy dogs, aren't they? And sort of uh, black labs. You know, they just like delete like carrier bags and stuff. What we talk? No I'm gonna put I'm gonna put up a video of a pug <laughs> going up some stairs because that is the funniest shit you've ever seen in your life. Uh, okay, <laughs> but yeah, that, so so I'd like I like a sort of biggish crazy dog that just does crazy things for no apparent reason. That's that's kind of my thing. So there you go. Um, so thank you, Jason, as always. Actually, I think there was a little bit more. Just a minute. He has got a little bit more. Uh, also, speaking of kernels, I think that meant to say kennels. Anyway, speaking of kennels, uh, what would you do if you shat your pants at work? I'm just asking because a new guy at work just did that. And his decision was just play it off, pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> in, my, in my book, playing it off is a fireable effect. So, if you happen to do a shot at work, right, and slipped a bit of shit out, right, um, how would you how would you play it? All right, thanks for writing in, Jason. We appreciate your correspondence as always. <laughs> oh my god! Don't answer the question, <laughs> Rob. Don't answer the Rob, we just sort of ignore this sort of thing, and we hope it goes away quickly. Oh god. <laughs> This is the anyway, bit, uh, I'm for students to get rid of the giggles. Oh, you got that pug running up the stairs. That's awesome. Usually takes about three hours. <laughs> so just... Anyway, right. Anyway, so it is time to do some shout outs and get the hell out of here. So, it's time uh... for a shout out. Hey! Oh, my God. Anyway, um, so let's start with Rob. Let's start with the guest. You know, make sure you big up your show and stuff. Well, that's pretty much all I was going to do. Yeah. I'll shout out Go for it. Chris and Seth on the uh, Boss Wave podcast. And uh, of course, boss, boss, you, boss, 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 boss. and you guys for having me on, even though by rights I, I really don't need to be on anymore. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, because Duke's just such an idiot. Well, we thank you for coming on. T H A K Y O U. Thank you. Well, thanks for having me. Thank you. There you go. Yeah. Um, that's it. So, uh, Chini, over to you. Uh, I'm playing a video 
This is Hardly Dan's dog. This is actually Hardly Dan's real really life dog. Uh, that is a cute dog. Nice! As the guy says on Key and Peel. Nice! Cute dog. Nice! Um. Yes. Shout outs go to Fish. 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 Um, the guy that you remember last week, he said that um, if I do a an, like a, I think it was an African accent, he would send in a game uh, to me, either Plants vs Zombies, Wolfenstein in Heinenheinen, or uh, Assassin's Creed Four, and he's kept to his word. Wow. He, uh, so what did he send you? What did he send you? He asked me for my address, right? And I, I and then he emailed me. I said, I'll, I'll give me an email. I'll, just send me an email. And then he emailed me and he says, I, I realise that I sound like a weirdo asking for your address. So yeah, to prove that... Hello, Chitty, I love you. Hello, Chitty, I want to eat your... <laughs> I want to eat the plaque off your teeth. Um, so I brought of, some latex special. <laughs> I want to scrape the plaque off your teeth and stick it to your eyes. Um... So it's so he sort of I think he real you know he he realised that he sent like a a maniac so he 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 sent me an email saying like oh, I'm not crazy I, you know just a bit about me he sent me his Facebook page he's I'm married I've got kids I've been in the army I came out I did this I was like James that's his name don't worry you know you listen to the show you're not a maniac you're cool don't worry about it. And I gave him my work address anyway, all right, which anybody can find if they Google my, my business name. So That's I get everything idea, sent. Just in case he is a stalker. I get, I get, no, but I get everything sent. Everything that comes from Amazon, I get everything all sent to work because I know there's going to be somebody there to sign for you, see? So it's all good. Um, so he's going to send me all three of the games, Stu. He's going to send them all to me because... All three? All three of them because we're going to give two of them away. Oh, that's cool. Um and uh, I'm, I'm, who knows, I might actually cheekily play them before I send them away. But we're still going to give them away. Um, so if you want uh, Assassin's Creed 4 or uh, Wolfenstein and Heinen for the Xbox One, then uh, let us know. Uh, that is very cool, I'm going to say. What a yeah. nice man. We might give them away on the Christmas show, maybe. Let's, let's do that. Yeah, let's uh, do that. On the, chat, on the chat show, when we just chat, which we've kind of done tonight, to be fair. Yeah, I yeah, was thinking do about doing like a like a Christmas hamper thing, you know, where because we've oh, all got games, good. we've all got games that, that sit in our shelves. Why not give them away to people that want them? But I, I think it's a bit too late to organise that this year. So if you want to come along and donate some games on the Christmas show, by all means do that. And then next year maybe we can do like a like a more organised version of it, where you know I'll make it look a, a, a document about it and stuff. But you know, for now we'll just sort of do it ad hoc and see how it goes. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so thanks to him. Over to you. Yeah, thank you. Over to you, Duke. Yes, well, I will first of all thank the Duchess uh, for straightening me out on when we're supposed to go over to our friend's house. So shout outs to her as always. What, what? I will shout out Skullduggerer for the love for Bob, the businessman. He had some tweet recently, where, or maybe it was on some other forum, but he was like, Bob, how was laughing? So I appreciate that. Thank you, Skull. And everybody who likes Bob, the businessman, maybe he'll be back next week. I'm not making any promises. And then I got two gifts recently that I'm really thankful for, and so thank you very much for the gifts. I haven't had a chance to play these games yet, but I will play them soon, hopefully by next week. Fumu gave me the Little Bang story, and uh, I haven't played it yet, but I have installed it, so thank you for that. And then Evil Shredder gave me the Banner Saga 
Aha! Aha! He gave me that as well. I got that too. I was going to shout him out for the very same thing. I appreciate that. I always think it's interesting when people buy me games that aren't on my wish list because I usually have a game that is the same price on my wish list. I'm just like, why not buy me the one that I have on my wish list? But whatever. It's very, very kind of them to give me these games, so I will play them as soon as I can tear myself away from Dota and Minecraft. And yeah, I'll shout out Rob for coming on and giving his voice to our show. And shout out I'm filling in for you. What? And filling in for you. For me. As he no, did. I'm, he's still here. Yeah. And shout out to everybody in the um, chat on the stream and everybody listening uh, later in the time, space time continuum. And yeah, thanks to Chew, Chew and Stinny. There you go. Chew and Stinny. I like it. Um, well, I'll, I'll shout out Patch Gamer because it's always good to have new people listening on the Twitch stream yeah. every week. So that's good. Even, even time, go to bed. Even if she is mildly psychotic, but well, that's that's fine. And she hates we, teachers we don't and, judge. Yet, and does not yet know that Duke is a teacher. That's <laughs> it. Duke is a teacher. Yeah. Um, he's that person giving ten pieces of homework to people to do. No, um, right. no, that's, that's not enough time to write ten pages. There you go. And I'd also like to obviously give a shout out to Evil Shredder also for the Banner Saga. And he did say, I don't know what he put on your message, but he did say, uh, as Stu has got great tasting games like myself, I think you'll like this. Well, yeah, I'm well, just saying. Yeah. I don't know. Just saying. Just saying. Chew and Stinny sounds like a 90s cartoon Nickelodeon. It does. Show. It does. Stimpy, yeah. And I'd also, I've got to say this, I'd also like to shout out. Bongo the same. Bongo. And and Fumu for that matter, even if even if he does lead a cult. Right. Hello, darlings. Yeah, it's, that's not, not, not quite, not quite <laughs> Fumu, but <laughs> I don't have a sound clip for Fumu. I'm gonna play something. <laughs> Yeah. Hello, darlings. Uh, yeah, I'd like to shout out Fumu for doing such a great job hosting the Overseas Connection this week. I thought he did a great job. And Bongo was just hilarious. It was just hilarious. And he did. He's so much like me, right? I listened to him. I think, yeah, he's, he's a lot like me. Because he was reading out a code that they were giving away a game, which was incidentally Pinball FX2 on something. I'm sure it was the same game. Anyway, it was reading out the code... And it had VD in the code. And because it had VD in the code, he just started laughing. Yeah. And then he just couldn't stop. It's also it's quite interesting that you think that uh, Bongo's like you because you even dressed like It is true. It is true. Some of them were just like brothers from another mother. That's what we are. Sisters from another mister. No, no, we're not girls. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no, I, th- I definitely think I got it right the first time. But thank you, Rob, for c- trying to correct me there. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so that's kind of about it for me. And, and obviously, to everybody who listens every week, you know, thank you for that. And the listeners, the listeners, just going up. We we keep getting more every week, so that's cool to see. So yeah, yeah, we're doing all right. We're doing all right. Yep. So uh, yeah, that's kind of it. So. Uh, on that note, we do need to get the hell out of here. I'm trying to find a clip it. of the EGX uh, video where... Oh, you, you should put it in. You and Bongo are looking at it. Put it in. I was next to Rob, and I was talking to Rob as I was doing that. I think it was me who pointed yeah. it out. I think it was you, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I probably was. Oh, probably oh was. man. 
But I love Bongo. He's so funny. I love him. He's, he's he is very funny. And such a nice man. That's where you and him he is. Oh, lovely, oh. lovely man. <laughs> Wait, did you just you say in... nice man? Besides, nice. I'm kind of... He's nice. He's nice. Nice. What happened? Nothing happened. I just... Noise you because of you standing up yourself no. and your place in this damn circle. No, no, no noise. Okay, noise is my thing. Noise, <laughs> <laughs> noise. All right, thanks everybody. Good night. Music, <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> Everybody loves Hypnotoad. It was filmed thousands of miles below a live studio audience. Here it comes. <laughs> Put the Hypnotoad on the stream. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm laughing at your very silly faces, Chini. Yes, very silly faces. All right, people, I gotta go grade these papers. Oh God, that's funny. Thank you all very much for coming. Thank you. uh, Yes, thank you. Yes. Oh dear me. Oh hail Hypnotoad! All glory to the Hypnotoad. Play the sound effect. Go. Damn it. Go on, anything. Go on, play one. Ah, jeez. What do you mean? The man with the sound effects can't play a sound effect. What does it matter with you? Hang on, it's coming back. Just calm down. I had to close Everybody the window. Everybody loves Hypnotoad. This is great radio. <laughs> it is great. There it is. <laughs> 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 All right, I'm done. Good night, everyone. Oh, <laughs> <off. laughs> Good night, everyone. Bye, Good Duke. Love, 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 love. Lots of love to Duke. Love to the Duchess. He's gone, honey. He always goes. He's always, he's gone. He's How's always gone. He just, he just goes that quick. So, how was that for you? You've, you've been yeah, on the show before. You know, you know the score. I feel like I said yeah, very been. little. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, well, Stu, to, to, to get it, if you were in the same room as Stu, which you have done before, Rob, in real life, it is very hard for you, even now he's talking over me when I'm making the very point about the same, in the same room. It is very hard to get a word Physically. with just Stu. When you've got <laughs> a loudmouth like me in and a loudmouth like Duke in, it is like a shouted match. And Rob, you, you have a very sort of soft, you know, quiet measure approach. Measured. Yeah, I think I feel like you got your word in pretty pretty often, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I did. And I usually just find myself just listening to the show again as well. Yeah, yeah. it is weird that that does happen. That does know. happen. Yeah. Um, 
Bye bye, Patch. Patch is going. We're, we're, we're here again next week if you want to come along. We're always here on a, on a Sunday at nine. Bye. Bye bye. 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 No, she's going now. Yeah, she's They're still all going. going. She's still going. I know. Everyone's going. Yeah, Look, everyone's yeah, going. Bye. It's going. Bye. We're all going. I know. Which will be me in a moment. Oh, she's still going. Bye. Bye bye. Yes, bye. Why do you single out one person? Well, she's put by 15 times. You're doing it. I'm not doing it. She's doing it. Jesus Christ. Anyway. Ah, God. Got to work tomorrow. Uh, Yes. But at least I don't have to be up at my normal time of half four, so that's not too terrible. Jesus. Yeah, that's my normal work time, that is. Jesus. Jesus Christ. That's not good. Jesus. Yeah, half four in the morning. Yeah, it's, it's actually is good because I only have to work three days a week. You know, so, so it's not bad. <laughs> See, it's good that I, only, I have four days off a week. I know. I can but tell. It's the, a bit the, weird. The, the Twitch can tell. I know. But it is weird, right? Because I feel like I'm part-time even though I'm full-time, which is weird. You're weird. Yeah. I know. I'm generally weird. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Mm. It's good, though. It's good, though. Things are good. Right. I'm going to go myself because I still have to get up early-ish, but not as early. So I have to get up. Which game is still going? I know. I know it's impressive. That's a lot of buys. 